that time. Welcome in, everybody. Sports take. Rob Ellis, oh. I mean, who? who oh. Uh, <laughs> what happened? Hey. We technical. Who, who is this other? Who's this intruder? What's up, fellas? I, 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 I go on a little vacation. You guys just want to just send me off into the, you know, into the wolves and, 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 and just act like I'm not, I'm a brand new guy or something. Come on, guys, I'm back. Reintroduce. Yeah, I I'm not break. sure. I forget. Hey, Do you remember hey, who hey. that is, Darren? Yeah, yeah. Buford, I missed you. I mean, Barney. I mean, I mean, uh, Beauregard. I mean, uh, Bill, Bill. Bill. Something Barrett? with a B. What? What's up? What's up? What's what's your name again? Uh, Barrett. Barrett. That's it. I'm Barrett Brooks. Hi. One of the uh, one of the originals from Jacob Media. Until he is I got He's an OG. Wow. He's an OG. Until, until I, I came in and I said, you know what? Let me go get my friends. And you see how friends treat you. I go out and get you guys, hand pick you guys for this show. And what do you do? I don't, this I don't remember I this. With friends like that. these guys, with us. You know, exactly. Who, I said, I couldn't do, I could no longer do the show if I didn't have my compadres with me. <laughs> and now you're here and then you want me out of here. Hey, that you, is see, you, see, you see what Adam's exploit said? Barrett isn't muted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I started out the meeting. We have a pre, pre, um, our pre show meeting, and I started out for about two minutes. <laughs> You know, on mute, new guys are telling, hey, uh, new guy, could you turn your mic yeah. on? Hey, you forgot how to work the mic. Come on, man. I need a little vacation. When was the last time I had a vacation? I had had a vacation in what two years? All right, I'm, so let, let's just say, first off, welcome back, my man. Thank welcome you, back. Thank it's you, good man. to Thank see you. you. I'm glad you got some time. So, and we see everybody in the chat section. What's up, everybody? We appreciate you. Uh, tell a friend, hit the like button, and everybody streaming, everybody, uh, everybody just listening. Thank you. Oh, we, we it's not just you guys. Look. My captain. Hello, everyone. Look, Barry came back. down off his billboard. Dang. Wow. Okay. Two what? And we got a fishing tournament coming up pretty soon in, in, on the 6th. Wow. And this, oh, my goodness. And, and you know what else we need? We need Derek to make sure that his TV is turned off in, in the background. Oh, man. What oh, is man. happening here, man? I'm trying hey, to get ready for the Phillies game. Unbelievable. I'm Unbelievable. getting ready for the Phillies game, man. Uh-huh. A likely play, excuse. Look, look Phillies <laughs> play at 1230 today. I'm trying to keep tabs on what's happening. You know what? Okay. You people are too. You guys there are too go. bougie. You guys are too there bougie for me, man. What's up, everybody? Hi, hey, Mrs. Guys, Brooks. Turn the mom, TV off. Good morning. My mom said, "When are you coming back?" I'm like, "Mom, I'll be back tomorrow." Okay, just making sure. Yeah, she was you worried know? about you. Wow. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama Brooks is worried. Hey, uh, uh, Captain Tony, said, Captain Tony, I need that number to the guy to go fix my head and also my um. And also my air conditioning unit. So can you if the that? guy's fixing your head, it's going to be a lot of money back. It's going to be a very pricey. <laughs> tell you, man. Good, good luck. There's a whole lot of bet, a whole lot of bets in that belfry. Oh my god, that good, yeah, good luck. We need him on the show. Oh my goodness, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so what's up, everybody? Wow. We appreciate you. Um, very, very uh, interesting day, guys. Very interesting day. Um, so today we had the first day of Eagles. Uh, camp and let me tell you Barrett it was a barn burner 58 minutes I don't know how those guys got through it man I I, I can't believe how do you practice like that and then you have a day off afterwards yeah maintenance day tomorrow those guys must be exhausted after after six months off and then working for 58 minutes they weren't even in pads I I will say this though I will say this the year the two years after they won the Super Bowl when they were practicing more extensively they had a multitude of injuries okay Here comes this guy, Nick Sirianni. Same practice schedule last year. They didn't have any injuries last year. No, fair. A- am I correct? That's why, look, and I say that half jest, but, I mean, it is kind of crazy. It was only 58 minutes, but you're right. I mean, they did not have injuries last year. Is that luck? 
Maybe. Or do you attribute it to the way they're going about things? Maybe. I All I know, know is last year it worked. So if it ain't broke, I guess don't fix it. You know, we, know hear, we hear players talk all the time about you need that extra practice to harden the bodies and the mind to get ready for what's to come. And, um, you know, they got through it. They made the playoffs, um, you know, outside of Lane Johnson being absent for personal reasons for a while. For the most part, that team was pretty much intact the whole season. So who knows? Maybe this new wave of practicing benefits the team, or I should say the Eagles, more so than it hurts the Eagles. Yeah, so Adam know, asks, uh, no tape study classwork this afternoon. No, Adam, that's not the case. I'm talking about just on-the-field stuff. They will be, you know, doing classroom work. So that, yeah, that's yeah. in addition. So um, FYI, it's a, when you when we say practice, we're talking about just what happened on the field, the actual time spent on the field. So Practice? practice. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. But, no, I mean, look, they were – It was. it's good to see them out there, first of all. I mean, let, let's – yes. Yeah, I mean, it's been too long, man, too long uh, for this. So Nick Sirianni, Xander, do you have the uh, the the still of the uh, of of Nick in his shirt today, the, his his uh, attire that he that he elected to wear uh, this afternoon? So I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, the, all right, here it is. So you can't. You, it's partly blocked by Nick's shades, but that is a Jalen Hurts shirt that he wore today, along with his camo visor, uh, to practice this uh, this morning, supporting his guy. And look, I know some people have take issue with some of the stuff that Nick does with shirts and hats and all that. I don't like. Who cares? I mean, he's having some fun. He's supporting his guy. Exactly, this, man. this is to me where we get too nitpicky with stuff. Where people start, how's he really going to be able to come down on him if he makes a bad throw if he's wearing his t-shirt? Right. Like, <laughs> I can give on, a damn man. about that t-shirt. Yeah, what has what exactly. does that have to do with anything? Nothing. It, it I'm just everything. telling you that's that. Some people have issue with everything. I have zero issue with. I, I think it's kind of funny. In fact, I, I have semantics, no semantics, semantics. That's all it is, man. He, he he loves to pander. I don't mind him pandering. Just as long as when he's on that field between them lines, he's calling great calls, coaching guys up, getting them ready to go up and um and and and, and going to this scene this season, knowing what they need to do, how yeah. they need to do it. Second year under his defense and his offense, you know. I need to see a better team come out of this training camp. I mean, we can't wait eight games like we did last year. Yeah, you'd start and, two and five again. You're pushing your luck. Like, yes. it, it's hard to flip that thing around like they did last year at two and five. Well, you know, to be honest, it used to be, and that, here's the old man, you know, get off my lawn guy. But I was, I was going to say this. It usually took you four games to get into what your identity is going into the season. Well, it's taking teams now eight games because you're not practicing enough to really gain those identities. You don't know mm-hmm. what you do best because you don't do it enough to see what you do best. So I can understand it taking a little longer than, you know, usual. They don't have that much time this time. To, they can't go out and, and, and run, um, you know, the second half of the season like they ran it last year. Or, you know, so they're going to have to start out early. They're going to have to. They have to learn this identity. And with them being around this coaching staff, for more than you know, the, the the four or five months that they were had before they went into camp, is definitely a plus. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody's going to this season a lot more prepared than they were before. They have the expectations. The coaches know the expectations, so the players will go out there hopefully fulfill them. Yes, yeah, yeah, look, the, I, I think it's a great team, you make a great point. Go ahead, Derek. The teams the teams that come out of the gate faster are the teams that have been together for a while under the same yes. coaching system, a majority of the same starters coming back. Those are the teams that will get off to the fast start. 
I can you can give you can make an exception to the rule for them that they don't need the extensive playing time because they've already had two, three, four years in the playbook under the coach they're with. It's the newer guys, the first year head coaches, the second year head coaches who are still opening up variations yes. of the playbook. You know, yes. every team doesn't get every play the first year. You know, all these coaches have these encyclopedia for, for playbooks. And you get a good portion of it the first year, but there's still new stuff you have to learn, work on, and get the timing down year number two as well. So that's why we say that they practice 58 minutes. I mean, man, we, we practice hard longer than that, don't we? Well, you know what? We do. But, all right, they practice 58 minutes. I ain't going to lie. When I was there, here's the old man again. We were just getting lathered up after 58 minutes. They We still yeah, had another man. hour and a half to go out there and start practicing what we do for game-type situations. That's when you got into the meat and, and yep. potatoes of, of, of what you're supposed to do. Um, goal line situations, nine on seven, seven on seven. Um, you know, circumstantial stuff, you know, like, you know, what are you going to do if it's third down and 12? You know what I'm saying? What are you going to do when it's third and one? So, I mean, I, I understand it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. You know, get their legs used to being out there running around because it's a different type of shape than you have when you're out there running and running around. All that stuff is different than when you put the pads on and you're yep. pushing a 400-pound guy or you're running around, running routes, have a guy hanging on you or you know, DB hanging on you and you're, 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 um, you're, you're chicken fighting a guy. It's a lot different than when you're a tight end, you drive like a guy, boom, then you got to convert, get out to a route. Or a quarterback running around and throwing the ball, and he's got somebody that's going to hit him or push him down or something like that. Yeah, Those are all different type of conditioning than it is when you're playing a game. Yeah, and look, for me, I, I'm okay if Nick feels like in the staff and Howie, believe me, everybody's in concert with this. They're all on the same page. If they feel like this is the best way to go, that's fine. But you yep. better you better make sure that when you're in the classroom, when you're going over film, when you're going with install, all, everything, all those kind of things, that these guys know that what the heck they're doing. They know where they're supposed to be. They know how there's you know how this is supposed to be executed. Yes. That's yes. that to me is 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 huge. Like we don't know what goes on behind the scenes in in the in the teams meetings and whatnot. That's where you really need to see this thing in the position groups and whatnot. <laughs> you really need to see that they know what the heck they're talking about. You guys make a good point though. It's yeah. such an advantage to be in the second year of this. And they didn't lose any coaches. So it's the same defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, special teams coach, position coaches for the most part. They gave some guys different titles, but it's it's a lot of there's a lot of continuity there, which is last year you're starting from, from ground zero. So yes. that's a big, yes. big piece of this thing. That's why I said for five months, they had just just learned a whole new system in five months, a whole new style of, of coaching, a whole new style of of really just understanding where they fit in the whole cog, what cog they are in that whole machine that they're trying to run, you know, and, and it's, it's hard as a player learning new terminology, um, learning what the expectation, what a coach wants you to do, how he wants you to do it and going forward and, and, and applying it to real life situations. It's hard to go up against the MEB blitz with a guy that you don't necessarily know and understand how he's going to get there. I mean, that offensive line was shuffled around so much last year. You know, saying Brandon Brooks was there. He was there. He wasn't there. Um, you know, we had uh, Sam Milo on the left side. Right. He was starting left guard. He had to move. You know, he got hurt. And here comes Dickerson. He comes in and plays. We didn't know who our starting left tackle was at this point last year. It was a tackle battle. You know, an offensive tackle battle. You know, with with with, you know, with um, Dillard and and Malata. Uh, yeah. Those were all things that are, are hashed out now. 
as we go forward that, you know, we don't have to worry about. So there's so mm-hmm. many, there's so much commonality in what they have going into this season. There was last year. Yeah. I mean, so, look, so the good thing, a couple things, just to, on that point, Barrett, um, Isaac Samalo did start at right guard. Now take all this for what it's worth. Okay. I'm just giving you what, what it looked like in practice today, but he was the starter at right guard. You know, we'll see. We know there's a little competition there, but yeah, he, he is, he's the guy there. Uh, a couple other notes from practice today. Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, Anthony Harris, all uh, DNP with COVID progression. Can you explain to me what that is? Please. I'm assuming they're yeah, on really. the back end of it and they're, you know, they're probably cleared to be around people. However, maybe from a conditioning standpoint, they're not quite exactly where the team wants them to be. That's my interpretation. I, I, that's just my guess. I don't know for sure. Yeah, we cannot have another flare-up of this again. You know, this will send training camps into a tizzy again. It, it would probably shut down the media having open, ac- having open yes, access to players again. And you sure hope it doesn't carry over into the regular season. The last thing they want to have to do is worry about trying to juggle games again. Now, obviously, we haven't heard about this with any other team out there yet. But, you know, like I said, you know, this COVID thing, from what we've what we've learned about COVID over the last uh, two years is that it mutates. It's like any virus. It mutates into something, some offshoot of something else. So so hopefully we're not we're not on the cusp of this again. I Yeah. Amen. <laughs> from your lips to. to oh, my goodness. To, to everybody's ears. Yes, I'm with you. Uh, that's for sure. So uh, Zach Pascal was not, did not participate illness. Um, you know, that's sort of the ins and the outs, the odds and the ends. So they practiced, uh, apparently again, take it all for what it's worth early. Uh, Jalen Hurts looked good, uh, connecting on four for four, two touchdowns in the red zone. <laughs> I know you don't want to get too crazy on this stuff, but you know, just throwing it out there. He looked good early. There was a lot of talk from both Hurts, AJ Brown in particular, about how much work that they put in this summer. They generally have been the first two at the Novacare complex, 6 a.m., whatever, working together. They also worked a lot with Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. So that group has been doing a lot of stuff. They're very familiar with each other from the offseason. So, uh, yeah, not a surprise. We knew what good friends those two were anyway. Hold on, guys. Wait one more second. What's today's date? July 27th. Why? Happy birthday, Mom. Oh, man. Happy you almost forgot mom. your mom's birthday? Oh, man. I, mean, I know her birthday's the 27th. Dang. Happy birthday, Mom. Happy birthday, Mrs. Brooks. Uh, All the best. All of the happy 21st. You look good at 21, Mom. You can you can have an adult <laughs> beverage today, Mrs. Yeah. Brooks. Wow. Enjoy that. Yes. He had to ask us, Rob, what today's date was. I didn't know what today's date was. I He's been know. off for a little while. Man. Hold up, right. no, 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 no. Hold up, hold up. We all have one of these. It's right on the front of your phone. <laughs> it's on your watch. It's right there. No, it's not on my day. watch. It's not on my watch. And I haven't been looking at my phone. I, I, and, and 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 trust me, you guys know I haven't been looking at the phone because I just looked at it. And and you guys got a thousand texts on telling <laughs> me who's not going to be on the show, who is going to be on the show. And you guys get on me all the time about that. Barrett, well, haven't you looked? No, I haven't looked at my text. No, I haven't checked Twitter. No, I haven't checked oh. my IG. Oh. When do uh, I do that? Oh, okay. Huh. I only check my emails. That's, See that's, that, that's, that's Derek? He, the problem. man was on vacation, man. He turned he, he shuts his stuff off, okay? Uh, that That's true, but it's not true because he had his phone on long enough to send pictures from where he was. So, obviously, he looked at his phone a certain yeah, portion of the time. Okay. Uh, well, maybe, maybe one of his staff who does his social media did it. 
You know what I mean? Maybe I, 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 I wish I had a staff that, you know, I, I wish one of my kids would take over. I mean, they're all into that stuff, man. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I really don't understand how you guys even do it, man. Cause you come up, you guys come, well, did you see on social media this? I'm like, no. <laughs> Dude, when I'm done with Contact, this, man. when I'm done with this business, I'm done with social media. I'm telling you that bro, right now, bro. You have no idea, man. I'm done with. I'm In done. Fact, with I don't social think media. you can get a signal fifty miles off uh, shore. Yeah, where you're gonna be? I hear you. Exactly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yep, you, on the boat, there ain't no I won't, signal. I won't even be able to get a social media signal from my house. Yeah. Oh, there you go, what mom. Yes, Mama Brooks. There you go. There you go. Happy birthday, Mama Brooks. All love from the Sports Take crew. And your son included. Uh, so, um, Barrett, walk me through this because, you know, we're, we're having a little fun here, but we're also trying to understand exactly the way that the camp goes. Not just for, well, you can do first day, but like kind of and beyond that, you've lived this life. Yes, so yes. what like what's the balance here between, say, like just getting technique down installs like just sort of well, conditioning me, walk me so, through this let me let me give you let me give you the first 24 hours then i'll give you a second 24 hours when you report to camp as soon as you get there after you report you go into your room you check in you guys have meetings that night you know you, you um you have dinner you have meetings that night they're going to go Th- over this is if you're away by the way right yeah, not if yeah, not if novacare yeah i was away all the time yeah and then you turn around you uh wake up the next morning you go do the conditioning run after the conditioning run, you go back, you have lunch, and then you have a practice afterwards. They don't practice as much as we do, but we'd have like a um, we'd have like an installed practice. So we practice for about two hours, not two and a half or three, but just about two hours. And uh, it'll be mostly just installing stuff, you know, getting the stuff. You know, we um, we uh, have to get together as far as you know plays and you know where guys are and just you know just being out there and getting our legs ready to go in the next day. And we wouldn't even have pads on. After that, we then go and practice the next day. Now, that's where they are right now, practicing the next day. Right. We'd have a two-a-day. The difference being we have two and a half um, – we have three hours in the morning, two and a half in the evening. The two and a half pra- – I mean, the three-hour practice in the morning was full pads, all go, first time, almost damn near a scrimmage-type situation, where it's ones against ones, twos against twos, just to get a pecking order on where everybody is, see where they are. You can jockey position, uh, jockey for position, you know, who got better over the summer, who uh, who came in in shape. You know, all those things become prevalent on that first practice. Second practice, we come out, we wouldn't have pads on. You know what I'm saying? We might have helmet shoulder pads or just helmets, and uh, we had these paddings on our shoulders mm-hmm. as uh, off the linemen and stuff. But that would be a two-and-a-half-hour practice, but that would be mostly for the majority of the practice will be um, install again, but we'd have we'd – have, Special teams, a lot of special teams. See where guys are on special teams. So that's the that's where they are right now. But they don't have two a day, so I don't see how they fit all that into fifty eight minutes. So that's, is it extended film work then? Like how would where do you I guess get the it balance? Be. Where do you balance it, it up? You go yeah. back, you watch film, see where you're supposed to be. Um, they don't have really enough film to even watch. It's only 58 minutes worth of film. Well, so I mean, you're just... looking at today's practice, right? And then you may be looking at something that you did last year that this right. is, we would like to, you know, a variation off of that. I mean, I'm assuming that's what you do right, as well. Right. I'm assuming that is because they have to look at last year's stuff because right now they just don't have it. Or maybe they're right now they're doing a lot of the installation of plays, uh, showing what you have on two jet all go, showing what you have on uh, 15 power, you know, 
um, going through those plays. So, you know, you could, you could, because when you know it, when you see, you see it on paper, it's a lot different when you're out there on the field. You can't really see where a guy's lining up. He might not be lined up head up over a guy and you have a double team or it might be inside shade of a guy. Now you don't have a double team. Now you might have to, like, for instance, if you're an offensive lineman, you have a center, the guard, and a tackle. In between the center and the guard is the A gap. Then you got the B gap between the tackle I mean, and the guard. And the C gap is out there with the tight end and the tackle. Well, it depends on where a guy's lined up is going to predicate who you double team with, who you don't. So if you're on the front side of power, if you have a one gap guy, that means that the center and guard have to double team back and they have that inside gap. If you have a three technique, then that's a double team between the tackle and the guard and goes all the way back to that linebacker. Mm-hmm. If it's a between, if it's a not five technique out there lined up in between the guard and the tackle, that means you have a tray box. You guys double team back, but changes everything in the inside on how they're going to block it. So a lot of this stuff, man, is just predicated where guys line up everything. You learn this stuff inside a classroom, um, you know, setting where, all right, this is what you have. Because you're going to be confusing because you might go out there one day and you have a guy that's lined up in that one gap, a lot of guy lined up head up over the center, I mean the guard, and a guy in between the gap with the um, tight end. Who takes priority? That one technique, that three technique, that, or, or that, um, or that uh, defensive end on the outside, the end. So all this stuff has to be talked about and plays going over and over, different situations. A play can totally change right. just by the alignment of one guy. It'll okay. totally change how you block that play. It'll go from being one play to another play just by a guy maybe moving or, or, or being in somewhere he's not supposed to be, and you have to change the play to accommodate for him so everybody has to be on the same page. And all that stuff has to be learned inside the classroom and game time situations on the field. All right, so Gigi asks a good asks a good question regarding today. To be specific, today was lighter side. They were in shorts. They had their helmets on, but it wasn't it wasn't tackling. It wasn't anything like that. So today was 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 lighter so side. It's the, it's the installation day then. Today's right. the installation day. Today they figure out all right, wherever the guy lines up, you got a double team here, or if you got a block back here, or of their situations where it's passing game. You know, you got four down in the mic or four down in the wheel. If it's if it's thirty front, that means you got the two uh, inside backers. Who for me is the Mike and the Jack, and then you got the Sam and Will on the line. All that stuff has to be talked through when you're out on the field, just so you can see it and get an application on what you're supposed to do. Everything is about not just muscle memory of your body actually doing it, but a lot of it's mental of seeing it. And once you've seen it, it gives you a better understanding on how to block it later on. And working in cohesion with your teammates. It's not no, like no, you're no. out there alone, right? No, no, I mean, no. everybody's yeah. in step with what you need to do or else that whole thing gets screwed up if, if you're not all on the same page. People don't know how tied in Kelsey and Hurts have to be to run this offense because of where Kelsey have to be on the – Kelsey and Hurts have to be on the same page because they have to understand who's responsible for who. I mean, just by a linebacker being head up over – if the linebackers are lined up head up over, over the center – and we're responsible for him. But Kelsey's so smart. He could say, you know what? I've seen this before. And the reason why he's head up over me, because they're bringing a, a, a front side um, a front side blitz. So he's going to call off that, Mikey. That's the guy he has. But instead, he's going to switch responsibilities with the, with the running back and say, all right, you pick him up. So he might, uh, for that call, it'll be a Ray Big. So Ray Big, meaning the two guys on the, on the left side will have a big call. I mean, they block two down offensive linemen. A Ray call means he's going to help that front side guard because he's going to bypass this Mike and get that Mike to the running back. So that means their Ray 
to the Sam backer or the Jack backer, depends on um, what defense it is. That way he can pick up this blitz and not worry about, you know, giving Hurts the ability to go out there and he'd be a hot call. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how tied in these two have to be because if he can pick – if he sees that – if he sees that, all right, I can, ha- I can help Jalen out, I'm going to call a Ray Big, I'm going to put the running back on that Mike linebacker over there, and I'm going to sit now, I'm going to sit here and me and this frontside guard are going to pick up any blitz from the outside. So that means he's not hot. That's not a hot read for him. He can go ahead and finish the pass because they already picked up the blitz. We are accountable for the blitz now. If we'd have stayed on that call with the Mike linebacker, that means that'll be a free hitter on him, on Hurts, and he would have to both throw the ball early. But he just changes it because, all right, I can see this happening. I'm going to take that off him. I'm going to take it. So those two have to be just like this in sync. Just like that. Mm-hmm. No, it's mm. fascinating, man. I, I think it's, I love that kind of insight, man, that you could bring. You know, and that's that's what this is all about. And these guys need look. They need to be better out of the shoot. And we're going to get into the schedule and some of the you know danger areas and whatnot. And the over under is nine and a half. And generally, when they're expected to win ten games, they don't. So there's a lot of different things to look at today. So let me just run down what we have for for the folks today, guys. So when we come back, we're going to dive into that. You know, the Eagles over under set at nine and a half. We're going to look at the NFC East. Are we undervaluing the Cowboys, Washington, and the Giants in the NFC East? Specific to Jalen Hurts at 1 o'clock, we're going to go through his numbers last year and what his numbers need to be this year for this offense to be successful, for him to become you know, that guy to take it to the next level. Then we're going to dive into NFL storylines and then quarterback storylines and certainly all kinds of reaction from what Sirianni, Howie, players had to say today i'll give you an example just off of what barrett was saying saw a piece of video where um and it, it was it was pretty interesting uh that even though kelsey wasn't necessarily practicing today he and sirianni were walking they're kind of walking down the sideline while stuff was going on and you could tell it wasn't just a sort of bs conversation like kelsey's like gesturing and you got it like it like clearly like going over stuff and that's right. how much they value Kelsey's a coach on the field in addition yep. to everything else that he does. So to your point, that's, uh, there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on right now. Well, see, that's in, that's that's such a lost art, man. That, why do you think um, why do you think that you know Brady fought so hard for his center to get paid? <clears throat> Jensen Jensen is so key on him being successful and taking a lot of responsibility off him as a as a as a um, as the quarterback because. He can now worry about what's going on in the secondary as opposed to have to worry about what's going on in front of him because he trusts Jensen enough to take care of that, um, that what's going on in front of him. And same thing with Kelsey. Kelsey had to stay another year just to help with what hurts his progression. That's just one thing off his plate that he doesn't have to worry about. Kelsey will get him in the right protection, where they're supposed to go, how they're supposed to get there, man. And that's such a, that's such a good um, – that's such a good, good, you know, sense from a quarterback position that, you know, all right, that's how Big Ben, Big Ben became Big Ben because he had a smart um, center and, and, you know. Pouncey. No, no, no. He, well, yeah, he did have Pouncey too. He had Pouncey too, but Hardings and Pouncey. Yeah. Really Jeff helped Hardings from Penn State. Yeah, Penn State guy. Yeah. Helped him out immensely in his progression of become a better quarterback because mm-hmm. they knew so much about the game that helped him out because that's, so much stuff running through that quarterback's mind, man. When he yeah. hits a guy, it's, that's where you get the pre-snap read from. Just being able to do that stuff, you know. Yeah, so. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, All hey, right. No, so, one, one, one more thing. Hey, um, 
Big Seals just texted me. His daughter's birthday is today. So happy birthday to Big Seals' daughter. Too. Big Seals' you know daughter. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Happy birthday to her. Same as my mom's birthday. Ah, so. Awesome. Awesome, man. Yeah, that's great. All right. So everybody, let, let's get a, let's get a quick timeout. Let's come back. Uh, we're going to dive into that that nine and a half, magical nine and a half, and whether or not you know the Eagles are going to be able to get over that hump, uh, what needs to be done, and whether or not we're kind of taking the NFC East for granted a little bit. We will dive into that in addition to everything else that went down today at practice. First practice of the day in the books. Eagles right now uh, getting set there. Tomorrow's, a, I guess, a maintenance day. I'll, I'll The schedule real quick, guys. So they're back at it Friday, Saturday. Then uh, a day I'll be off. Those days. I'll be practice both of those days. Okay. And then nothing on Sunday. I guess Sunday's a, kind of a walkthrough. And then you go uh, Monday, Tuesday, walkthrough. Wednesday, walkthrough. Thursday, Friday, uh, eight. At this point, we're at August 9th and 10th. Anyway, so that's kind of where we're at. That's the way they've been breaking it down. It's the way they did it last year as well. So all kinds of good stuff right there. All right, don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks is back. He's in the house. Uh, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, we're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. We'll continue with the Eagles discussion when we return. But first, I want to tell you about Jim Murray because Jim Murray is the guy to trust your finances with. I do. You should too. Uh, I was for years trying to find the right person, trying to find somebody who, who would keep me ahead of trends, who would explain things to me. And Jim has has been that guy for me for a very long time now, and you would be thrilled to have him as well. Whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance for a small business that you're trying to figure out, and benefits as well, he can help you out with all. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old. Soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters. Because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All those kind of things. Jim and Principal Financial Group are the absolute best. I've entrusted my IRA couple of 401k rollovers to Jim, and I couldn't be happier. You give him a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751, and you can email him as well. His email address is murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's murray dot Jim at principal.com. Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the ooze. And the Oz. Go for the bubbles. And the bubbly. 
go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Welcome back in, everybody. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis hanging out with you on this pump day. All right. Oh, so let, let me give you a couple. Uh, I know you guys love this stuff. So this is from our own John McMullen. John, you can catch John every single day, Birds365, jacobsports.com as well with some, some, some awesome content there from John. But he tweets out, offensive play of the day in seven-on-seven seven red zone work where Hertz hits, hits Quez Watkins on a back shoulder throw with Avante Maddox draped all over him in coverage, the uh, the route from the slot as well, which makes it more impressive. So there's a – give you a little some kind of update right there on uh, on camp today. I can't wait to see all this stuff coming out. Um, uh, you want me to take it a step further? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with uh, Hertz. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So Elliot Shore Parks from WIP, uh, 94 WIP. So numbers today for Jalen Hurts. Are we ready? Oh, geez. 12 for 15, four touchdowns, one interception from Jalen. See, I, yeah, I'm keeping you guys up to, up to speed on everything that's going on, man. Isn't, that, isn't it a beautiful thing in shorts? Well, of course. 
of course, you know, um, just listening to AJ Brown and he broke down. He, you know, just talking after practice how he came to the aid of his quarterback and you know, you know, went through saying that um, um, what do you say? Uh, the untruths. I forget what he calls it. Um, just, just you know, just Derek Gunn's report was uh, unfounded information. Oh, did he mention my name? It was a lot. No, he didn't mention your name, but that's oh. I mean, I forget, I forget how he, how he, um, how he really said it, but he's like, you know, you know, people just saying stuff. This is just camps, and if stuff does happen, you know, that's what is supposed to happen in practice, as opposed to happen in the game. Exactly. And he was like, you know, I mean, they're going to be working on stuff. They're going to see what works, what doesn't work, and there'll be times there's going to be some bad plays when they're trying new stuff. Exactly. That happens all the time. That's yeah, why. Yeah, so that's why a, people, people I got, just crack me up. Part of the quote was he 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 tried to, he relayed what you said, Gunner. To um, anyway, it's Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts after teammate AJ Brown told him about the summer report that he struggled in OTAs. Quote must have been a slow day. In other words, you know, making things up. But whatever. That's okay. You know what? That's what they're supposed to do. He's supposed to cover for his boy, right? Take care of his exactly. boy. That's his money maker. That's who's going to get him the ball. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. You, you're supposed to stick up for your teammate. I have no problem is. with Listen, that whatsoever. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go to war for you guys all the time. You know, that's why I love That's why I love social media, man. People people know more than everybody else. People lose their minds on social media, man. <laughs> I, I, I love social media. I sit back and wait till the people come out and, they, you know, they attack, attack certain things. They don't know what they're talking about. They attack, and then they go back and they wait for somebody else. They move on to something else. It'll be me one day. It'll be somebody else the next day. Elliot Shore Parks the next day. Somebody else the next day. That's all right. You know, do what you got to do. There you go. There you go. I'm with you. Do what you got to do. Whatever makes you happy, do what you got to do. All right. So uh, the over-under on wins this year, and and we talked about this with Brad Feinberg the other day, Derek, um, who Brad was – what a fun guest he was to kind of go through things. So we're looking forward to having him on, uh, you know, a little later as well. But – the over/under on wins is nine and a half. That moved a full game. It was eight and a half earlier in the season. It's nine and a half now, which is a major leap to, to go yes, a full game. Yes, by the way, yes, it is. And that's after all the moves the Eagles made, the draft right. night, and all that stuff. Right. Anyway, but I thought Ruben Frank from NBC Sports Philadelphia had a really interesting uh, story today, uh, just in regards not so much getting into the, the nuts and bolts with gambling and all that, but. Basically, when the Eagles are expected to win 10, 10 games over the, I think he took it back like twenty about 20 years, but he took it back to like Andy and then, you know, kind of moving forward. But the only time that they've done it when they were expected or the last time that they did it, when they were expected to win 10 games was 2004. That's a long time ago, man. That's the, they were, that was Super Bowl 39 team that lost to the Patriots. So uh, how does that bode for this year at nine and a half wins? If you think they're in a a 10 or 11 win team, like I personally don't get too caught up in that. But it's there, man. It's there. Pretty good. I mean, look at look at the dynamics of um, you know how how the offense is running. They had a star receiver come in and to, and and kind of house things, you know. So we have AJ Brown. Hopefully, he comes in and house things like they did, you know, back then. Yeah, good point. Um, defensively, I don't know if we're close to. Well, no, I know we're not close to that because we have a Hall of Famer back there at safety. Yeah, I was we waiting had, for you to clarify that one. <laughs> yeah, you know, we we you know, it's not even close to that. But Anthony but, Harris is not on the same level as Brian Dawkins. <laughs> Come on, guys, what are we doing here? No. Tart's not that guy. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, it's yeah. I'm just on the opposite side of the ball. You know, I like the similarities. You know, an all-purpose back. You know, hopefully, 
Uh, we get an all-purpose back in Sanders, you know, but, you know, had, you know, B. West back there. That offensive line was amazing. Two, you know, two tackles that, you know, potentially could be pro bowlers. I mean, not right. pro bowlers, but um, Hall of Famers. Um, really, really, really good team back then. Really good team. Yeah, so, I, and I the, the only difference, Barrett, is that team had established itself for, for a, 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 you know, a bunch of years, and they were on the, yeah. on the like, the build, that team. Yeah, exactly. Um, this team kind of caught people by surprise last year, but they've had so many moves in the offseason that they're a vastly different team than what they were last year. Absolutely. You know, I mean, big time. I get I and you know the thing back then, for the most part, the NFC East stunk. I mean, you were really beating up Dallas was was on the this was the down part of like Troy Aikman and those guys were moving on. You know, those Giants teams had their moments certainly as after they drafted Eli, but they weren't they had the one run when they went to the Super Bowl, but other that little time in between, they were down a little bit. And Washington was you know, kind of up and down. I think that helped them that team back then, but more focused on on today. Are we overlooking? Are we kind of devaluing the NFC East more than we should? In other words, are I would the Cow- say yes. a Cowboys think, team that won so. you know double digit games last year that did lose Amari Cooper, mind you, but still pretty talented. Um, Washington, a lot of this is going to ride on Wentz. I know that, but still, it's a team with some talent and I think a pretty good coach in Rivera. And the Giants are, we know this, they're not going to be as bad as they were last year. And Brian Dable is a far, in my opinion, going to be a far superior coach to Joe Judge. You yes. know, and so, and I think uh, they had a pretty think, good, they had a good draft too. Yeah. We, we think, you right. know what I'm saying? Everybody's on Dayball because he, what he did with, um, with uh, Allen, yeah, but Allen, yeah. You, you 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 don't think you know you can't just think that it's just an our you know foregone conclusion that he'll be able to go in and help Jones the same way he did. You're talking about two True. drastically different mindsets. Well, I, I, let me be clear average. about it. I don't buy Daniel Jones at all. I don't. Right, I'm not right. a fan. And um, they will. I, I don't. I'm. We don't know what he can do really. You know what I'm saying? He's untested. We don't know how he approaches things. You know, I mean, they've always had they had the same talent last year, although they have you know some horses. You know, they got the big tackle from Alabama. They got the defensive end um, from 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 uh, Oregon. You know they're drastically different in those two areas, but they let you know their tight end go. They let um you know they let some talent out the building that I wouldn't necessarily say um, helped them. Put Ingram, it like that. right? Yes, they let uh, Ingram go. Rudolph was there last year. He's with Tampa. Tight end, yep, mm-hmm. yep. Bradbury, Bradbury's gone. You know, yeah. Those, those guys, you know, you. Say what you want to say about Rudolph. Rudolph is still a really good tight end. So that's why, you know. He'll do well I, in Tampa. He'll do very, well. Very, very well in Tampa. It's like Julio Jones will do well in Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, we're going to get oh, into yeah. that. Yeah, later. Uh, here's the other. You know what the interesting thing is? When we think about Dable, not to do too much Giants here, but when we think about Dable, we think, is he going to be able to fix fix Daniel Jones, whatever term you want to use? How about can he re-unleash or re-unlock Saquon Barkley? Yes. Yes. That well, one's going to be fascinating, too. You know, well, yeah, you're talking about a top, you're talking about a top five, top five back. You know, he he was he would they would he go number four in the draft? Yeah, yes. You know, so we're talking about a a, a back that's when I saw him. I, I mean, I, I remember I did a game for um uh for Penn State, and I thought that kid was magical, man. Um, his first year, he looked like he was magical. Mm-hmm. You know, so can they unlock that? I mean, I. I don't see how that leaves a, a, a back so fast because once they go downhill, man, they go downhill like a 
you know, like a banshee, man. It just, yeah. it just, yeah. He know, said period but, serious he was, coming, he was coming off of the, he was coming off an ACL injury. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it took, it took him more than half the season just to get back in a groove. Right. Right. You know, right. and considering the, the deficiencies they had along the offensive line, a lot of the criticism towards him was he was trying to bounce too much to outside instead of hitting it up in the hole in between the tackles. He was trying to bounce Zeke it outside. So good. Yeah. You know, exactly. You know, Zeke, you know, plants his foot in the dirt, turns up and goes, you know, yep. And because Zeke is such a big body, you know, he's one of those bangers. You know, you're not going to just bring him down with the first tackle. Zeke, when you hit him, he's going to pick up an extra two or three yards. Saquon would try to dip it to the outside, and all of a sudden the coverage converged on him. He had nowhere to go, and he couldn't turn it back because it was no daylight. Now, I will say this. I've always said this. Sometimes there are position coaches that can make the transition to a head coach adequately, but there yes. are a lot of times position coaches who go to head coach – it's quickly understood that you're better off as a coordinator or position coach. You're not head coaching material. Wade now, Phillips. Wade Phillips. Okay. child. You can right? put a bunch of names in that category. Yeah. I will say this about Dabo. And I've said this to Rob, and I've said this bear to believe when you were on the show six, seven months ago. Uh, <laughs> there it is. There it is. Look, oh. the one thing about Dabo is he has a track record of working with young quarterbacks. Okay. And, and improving young quarterbacks, number one. Number two. He will have a creative type office, a more creative misdirection, whatever the case may be. Will that equate to a better Daniel Jones, a better Giants offense? I don't know. I think they have four pretty good receivers in that in that arsenal. They got you know, four damn good receivers. If you had if you had a better quarterback throwing those four guys the ball, that team would be dangerous, and those guys would be talked about as some of the top fifteen wide receivers in the game today. But because it's Daniel Jones who has been developed under a different quarterback and a, a, a different head coach and a different offensive coordinator, it hasn't translated to become such. But, I, you know, people just want to overlook the Giants and discount the Giants. The Giants are going to give some teams some problems, you know. Yeah, uh, I just and, don't think they're the – like, I just don't think they'll be as – and think, think about it, that, that Eagles, what was it, the second game was hit. They lost 13-7. Yeah, it, it was you know, horrible. Giants won that game. It was nasty. And the, look, the Cowboys lose Amari Cooper. That's real. Uh, they, there's definitely age and and you know uh, attrition on that offensive line. That's real. But they lost two fifths of it, man. You know, yeah. and I, I don't know if they can recover from it, man. That's that's we're not talking. Even I think that's more damning than even yeah. losing Amari Cooper. The real and plus, you know, Tyron Smith is still old as Bethesda, man. He, yeah. he's, he's, he's old, man. And, and, and they talk about how Dallas. The, uh, oh, they lost Lyle Collins. They released him. Now, right. if you release a player that's supposed to be that good because he was a highly touted offensive lineman coming out of college, sure, you release got, him that soon. He got in trouble though. That's why he. Well, he yeah. Okay, he got, but he got set up. He did. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 if that is the case, why did Dallas release him in his prime? Okay. No, I, listen. I hear you. I hear you. I, look, and and there's always the Mike McCarthy factor. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. In a big spot, I I feel like he's gonna do something to screw them up, man. Run a quick um, QB draw. Ugh. 15 seconds left in the game. <laughs> so there's that, and then there's Washington, right? And Washington's a team that has talent, you know, in certain areas for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, I think the receiving core is going to be good. I like the running back. Um, I like their defensive line. There's other areas they're not as great. And, and linebacker. You know, yes, in a big way, Barrett, yeah, linebacker. Yeah. Um, but it really, I mean, it comes down to what is Carson Wentz going to be here? And is he is he going to be the guy who – Look pretty good early in the year in Indianapolis, or the guy that we saw against Jacksonville that you know just fell apart. I, I, I don't know, I don't know. But I 
look from a scheduling standpoint, if you look at it, you know, from the Eagles, it's, they got very lucky again with a pretty fortunate schedule and it's been two straight years uh, that they've had that. So Xander, do we have that? The Eagles schedule, if we could uh, uh, let's take a look at that. So, I mean, I, I think, you know, you get, I think they're four and a half point favorites week one uh, against Detroit. Uh, so, you know, you, you go out of the shoot, you go Detroit there will not be an easy one guys. Um, but let, let's sort of run through this and see where we come up from a win loss standpoint. I'll just, I guess we don't have it. So uh, you're at Detroit to start where the Eagles are the favorites, Minnesota at home, uh, Washington there, Jacksonville here at Arizona, Dallas here by week. Let's take the first six games. Let's take it in, in, in those chunks, you know, basically. So Detroit, uh, are we all on the same page? It's a win, but it's not, this is not a breeze by any stretch. I would say on the surface, it's a win. But we also should understand that the first week of the NFL season is the craziest week of the year. That's when all this crazy stuff happens, you know, because teams are still still out there feeling themselves, trying to find their way, especially the teams that don't play their regulars uh, in a preseason. Maybe it takes them a li- little bit longer to get jump started. That is probably the most unpredictable week of an NFL schedule is that first week. Mm-hmm. Um, now I expect the Eagles based on talent alone to handle Detroit, but I guarantee you, if I'm, if I'm Detroit's coaching staff, I am yelling in these guys here every day. Remember what happened last year against the Eagles. Over you remember how much rushing. we got yeah. embarrassed last year yeah. by the Eagles. Yeah. And you know, so first game, they're going to be healthier. They weren't healthy back then. Um, they, they're playing this one at home. It's their season opener at home. They're trying to change their image. Uh, obviously, the mindset is to win more than what three games that they won last year. What were they three thirteen and one? Yeah, you know, win more than three games. So they're going to come out swinging and give it their best shot. Um, so that's what I say I expect that to be a very competitive game just based on that alone. I think it's one of those games, Barrett, where it's like a field goal kind of game. The Eagles are winning and they get a late touchdown where it may look like it wasn't as close as it really was. Like I, I think it's going to be a very competitive game. I, I, that's absolutely what it is, man. I, um, just from, you know, just the matchup of, of, of him being on a team he used to play against and away from a team he used to play against, you know, who started his career out. It's going to be tough for him, man. It's going to yeah. be tough for him. All right, let, let's throw that, that schedule up there, Xander. Yeah, so, all right, so you see, you go, you just work your way down here. So Detroit, or work your way across, I'm sorry. Detroit and then uh, and then Minnesota. Again, you know, the Eagles will, will likely be favorites, especially if they win that first game against Detroit in that. I, I, we could dig into the – you get all the lines right now, but I'm talking about in, in time. Um, that's not going to be an easy one, man. No, it's That not. is not going to be an easy one no, week two. No, no. Because uh, that's when those corners are really going to get tested. Yep. You got Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson coming to town. That's going to be a good matchup. Slay and Bradbury against – those two receivers, and they've both been 1,000-yard receivers before. And, you know, Kirk Cousins is a good regular season quarterback. You know, yep. his his resume has shown that. And I guarantee you, they're going to bomb them away. They're going to take their deep shots against the secondary unless unless this Eagles defensive front can get consistent pressure on Cousins yeah. and keep him from going downfield. Uh, it's it's going to be a good matchup to see um, how this Eagles team handles that Minnesota team coming in here on a Monday night. Well, first off, they got to make sure that they stop 
Dalvin Cook to start the game. Oh yes. my goodness, yes. Dalvin Cook's wearing number four now. So if you're if you're, if you're watching, I'm just telling you that because watching the game, you're like, who's that dude wearing four? That's what he's wearing. That was his old college number. Anyway, yeah. So and, and Dalvin Cook is known to be hurt halfway through a season every That's year. That's true. So, but he's always uh, gangbusters going into a season. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah you're getting him Cook. early, which is yes. more dangerous. Yep. Yeah. And he I can't hurt you. you. You're right, and I think they're very, very comfortable now with Irv Smith making that transition and being the number yeah. one um, tight end for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that offense is going to be clicking, man. They've got their offensive line, got those issues kind of settled now. You know, they're going to go into this season with guys that are, you know, were, were you know, now put themselves in position. They're solid now. You know, Christian Derisaw was a real good draft pick for them uh, in year before last in the first round. Really good offensive tackle. So I, I I truly think that this team is going to be a lot better than what people are giving them credit for, you know. But even mm-hmm. even still, you know, the first game, you know, we kind of bypassed Detroit, man. You can't really bypass Detroit because they got a yeah. lot going on over there. Their head coach got this team believing. And the way they lost last year really, really hurt them, you know what I'm saying? So um, they got that boy, you know, Jamison Williams. I thought he was the best receiver in the league last um, uh, in the draft last year. They got him, picked him up number one, and evidently, you know, he's going to be all right for the season. I was going to say, do we know if he's going to be ready? That's the only question. Uh, he, I think he's – I don't know what NF, yeah, MFI stands for, you know, but, you know, he's um, – I don't know what you, what you would <laughs> – what would you say that was, but I thought he was ready to rock and roll, um, you know, back when, you know, they – after the draft, you know, going into those little camps, I thought he was doing well then. But evidently, you know, I don't, I don't know what that. Yeah, means. well, I mean, we'll see, I, yeah, I get you, I get your point. No, no, but question. yeah, but you got a, you know, really good receiver in him, and then everywhere else, no, I mean, they got DeAndre Smith, you know, local kid, really good running back. The Eagles held him defensively last year, but he's still very. Productive. He's good there. He's got to stay on the field. He's yeah. he's had some injuries, but he's he really good. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson, you know. Yep. He's oh, yes. the number two guy drafted. He he's going to be a handful. Yeah. He's going to be handful. DeAndre Swift. Yep. So, you know, I mean, it's, this offensive line looks pretty good, too. They got uh, uh, Sewell from the first round two years ago. Um, yep. Tyler Decker, you know, first rounder from back in the day. He's, he's looking like he's back being who he needs to be. So they're going to be cool. You know, Big V starts at right, right, right guard for him. Yeah. So, you know, so I just want to see, you know, how they're going to go out and, and, and really – um, fair against the team they should win, but they cannot look. They can't right, afford let, to look past them. Let, let's let, let's just pick it up a little bit. Let's go through the let's go through the uh, the first six games here. All right, so we get that's because the bye comes up seven. Yeah, Detroit, Minnesota, Washington, Jacksonville, Arizona, Dallas. What's yep. the record after the first six games, Derek Gunn? Minimum four and two. Minimum, very minimum four and two. All right, Barrett. I'm going five and one. Yeah, it could be that. I, I agree with that also. But yep. at the very minimum, this team, there should be no excuse for this team not being at least four and two after the first six. Yeah, and, you I know, mean, the minimum. Who would, you guys, who would you guys say that one they, that one loss? Who would you say the one loss? Uh, I, 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 you know, Arizona, even though I wow. think they're going to have a down year, I think that might be a challenge out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they'll beat them. Okay. Da- I, I da- think that- Dallas is going to be interesting. Dallas, they need to start establishing themselves against the Cowboys. I actually think the Eagles win that one. I, I do so. I, I'll do so. Also. Yeah, that's yeah, a Sunday I, night game. I don't I know why week three against Washington feels there. It is yeah, right yeah. there. There it is. Yeah. Carson Wentz first time playing against yep. his old team, and that all um, hell will break loose if he yes. plays well in yes. Oh my goodness! Oh yes. my god! 
Yeah, it's going to break loose if they lose the season opener to Detroit. Yeah, it'll break. Look, El Hope breaks Philly, loose man. anytime they lose a game, man. Yeah, <laughs> fire so everybody, fire, fire everybody. I don't. I don't, I don't yeah, think they'll I, lose. I, I hear you. I think that'll be their uh, one and only loss. All right, I'm, I'm. I'm with. I, I, yeah, I think it's a. It's a four. I think it's a five and one start. I do. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh, I think, is a win. I, win. I think. De- I think it's going to be ugly because the defense is so good for Pittsburgh. But I don't think yep. they. I don't like their quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't yep. either. I don't like Houston at all. I think that's a win. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, Washington, that's the one that's, uh, at home. home. That's the home yeah. game, right? That's the payback game. They're yeah. going to beat the win. That. Them. Yeah. I don't have a good feeling about the game at the Colts. I don't, I don't either. Feel, I don't feel about the next two games. Yeah. I don't yeah. either. I'm with you. Look, Rogers takes them apart most of the yep. time. And yep. I don't care that Devontae Adams isn't there. It's still Aaron Rodgers. Right. By the way, Barrett, did you see his arrival yesterday? Yeah. Well, <laughs> his Con looking Air like, looking like Fabio. Yeah, you should you should have done, done that game day, Barrett, with your, your white tank top and your jeans and your cowboy boots. Anyway, um, that's gonna be a tough one, guys. And then I, you know, Tennessee, that's a air. that's a 50-50 kind of game, yeah, depending on yeah, how absolutely. they're playing. I think absolutely. so. So think and so then also. you have the Giants. I I feel good about smash that. Even, yeah, even though it's there. Yeah, I feel good see, about uh, see, I'm not gonna say smash against the Giants. I'm not I'm not gonna go that far. NFC's always ugly, right? I NFC. think I think this win that game. Gonna yeah. smash I don't them. know, man. I I don't know. There's something about the Giants. I don't know what it is, but I don't I know. I think they give. Them, I think they're gonna give them a dog fight. That, look, that's fair. I think the game at Dallas on Christmas Eve is a really tough spot. That's the third yes, of three back, yeah. three straight yep. back uh, road games. Tough one. Very uh, tough. New Orleans. Uh, it, this is a really tough one to handicap because I don't know what Winston's gonna look like at that point. I don't know how they adjusted Dennis Allen as the head coach. I don't. I think they're really dangerous, but it's not a lock that it's it's not Drew Brees and Sean Payton. I don't know what that game is going to be, but it's home at least. If if Jameis Winston comes out of the gate like he did last year before he got hurt, we had fourteen touchdown passes and only three interceptions. That's going to put the Saints in a whole nother conversation in terms of being a legit contender, hundred because they have everything else. By the time they see the Saints, Alvin Kamara should be out of his suspension, whatever his suspension is, he should be out of that. Um, and, and that's that's going to be an interesting game. That's that looks like one of those games that could be moved to a prime time slot. I agree it's, with you. It's slated for one o'clock now, and it's on New Year's Day. I can see that game possibly being moved. I, I look. I just to wrap it up here. Uh, I, I think they're very well. This could this should be an eleven and five team or eleven and six team. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Very well should be an eleven and six team. Uh, well, this game is going to be moved. I mean. Oh, you're uh, going to see a. I, I think New Orleans. I think the Giants game. Uh, yeah. Cowboys won't. That game's locked in. That's going to be. That's huge locked yesterday. Right. Those but last I two, a, I think, will be moved. I can see seven week uh, week seventeen being moved. Mm-hmm. Um, I can also see. Uh, I can also see uh, week eleven being moved. Oh, not week eleven. Col- yeah, Colts? week eleven. Yep, week eleven being moved. I forget when do they start flexing out? Is it that early? Is, is yes, it, I think yeah. it's week yeah. eleven. I think the start is on week eleven. Oh, is they it? Start flexing week week eleven. Yeah, that yeah that could happen. You're right. When week thirteen could happen with Tennessee. Yep, that could yep. be flexed out of a one. Look, I love the one o'clock. So I'm I'm hoping they don't get flexed out. But yeah, bro, really. you have no idea. It helps me out, man. When I'm doing my college football, those late night games. Oh, so you like the later ones? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like right. back I'm town, on the opposite <laughs> page of that, man. Give me, give me well, the I ones. It. I hate it because you know that night, man. It's it's it's, it's that's tough good. Xander. I don't, Thanks. I don't, Thank you, brother. Uh, I don't get off that. until I don't get off uh, work. You know, saying doing my post game show until two hours. You know, after the game's over with. So yeah. I might I might get to the house one thirty two o'clock in the morning. Tell me yeah. about it. I hear then, you. I, then I'm listening to you. 
yeah. I, if you're if you're home at two, I'll be home at four. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I'm feeling you there, but I like uh, I'm the old man who likes to watch. Oh, Dion be Dion got a short and sweet two hours. Bam, he's done. Yeah. So post game again, just a reminder: Derek Gunn, okay, Mike Bissonelli, Seth Joyner, Devin Caney, right here on uh, on, on Jacob Sports. We gonna uh, rock. We gonna rock it. It's gonna be on fire. It's gonna be on fire. But it's gonna be fun, man. Look, I I love the fact that we're actually in the freaking season now. It feels like you know. I know some people look at it like, oh my god, they're they're in shorts. I, I just love the fact that they're on the field playing. Bro, man. I I'm got sorry. goosebumps already. Me too. I, mean, I, I, I I went outside this morning. The mailman said, "Hey, I'm like, dude, wait, <laughs> oh, I understand the season's about to start. Let's I'll, go, baby. I'll yeah. give you. I'll give you how passionate this city is, right? Uh." I, I lost a good friend of mine uh, last week. A great Sorry guy, that, Johnny Bastion. It was it was a was a unbelievable guy. Unfortunately, passed away in his sleep. So, you know, out of nowhere. Anyway, uh, but I'm at his viewing last night, and it was uh, there was a lot of people there to to pay tribute to him, which spoke to the kind of person he was. Anyway, I'm in a really long line that wrapped outside of the funeral home. Okay, this is how long this this line was. I'm standing in line. I must have had eight people. And they they weren't being disrespectful to what we were there for, but they're like, dude, what do you think, man? Like, what what are we looking at here? 10, 11 wins? Like, what, what what's up with Hurts? And you know, it's just that's Philadelphia fans, man. They just they love it. They can never get enough. I'll do of you it. want better? Since yeah. you know, since this week started, every time I go over the bridge, they stop me every time. I'm t- they talk to me for about. I mean, at, at least the tolls, minutes, at the tolls they're getting, and, you? and it, people behind me so be so pissed off, man, <laughs> so pissed off, man. I'm like, I'm trying to leave, and dude trying to fist bump me, and all that. Trying to car, I'm trying to drive, trying to fist bump me. I'm like, yo, yeah. But it is what it is, man. It's I mean, great, everywhere though. I go, man, everywhere I go, it's like, oh, we're talking nothing but eagles, 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 eagles all around, eagles, yeah. eagles. <laughs> <laughs> but just think about, you know, there are certain towns where especially like transplant kind of towns where they just don't care. I mean, it's just kind of, Oh, they're playing Sunday. Oh, okay, cool. Like, can well, you I imagine? Bet, yeah. I can't yep. imagine living in that atmosphere. Well, where, it's where like they don't that. Care. When I played in Detroit, it was like that. Oh, yeah. only, the only games they think about is Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving, because those two games, they always play on Christmas and Thanksgiving. Those are the real games they you know, that they look forward to, especially the Thanksgiving game game. Yeah, um, I, I you know, everywhere that. else I've been, the Giants. It's not the same passion that down here, down the turnpike here in Philadelphia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, luckily you're not covering Houston. Can you imagine being that fan base? Oh. They have nothing to look forward to: training camp, preseason, regular season. <laughs> they have nothing to look forward That's to. That's the other thing. It's a bummer when you know your team stinks. It is such a bummer going into the season. It it, it really is, man. Yeah, it, I, is. I, we experienced that. You know, remember we first had breakfast on Broad and we had to oh. go out there and talk about the Eagles. God, nothing to look forward to. I remember mm-hmm. the best thing we had to look forward to was having uh Sam Bradford, Sammy Sleeves. <laughs> yeah, Sleeves was what we were looking forward to. And what craziness Chip would say that day, you know, when, right? Exactly, I know. Jeez. Yeah, you know, he lied because he go like this, he go like yeah, this you knew it. T- he, that was yeah, his tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think he's playing really well. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, sure, sure, Chip. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, we have a great uh, team. They're going to be awesome this year. All right, so we come back, guys. Uh, go ahead, Gunner. Do you want to add? Yeah, I was going to say my favorite Chip Kelly line is, "We're from Philly. We fight." I'll never forget that line when he said that. Everybody gravitated towards that man, and and he was a Pied Piper at that moment of his tenure in Philadelphia when he said that. Yeah, and and then he'd reference some obscure painter. You know, oh, he yeah. used to do stuff like that. Okay, you're smarter than like, everybody else, Chip. We got who, you. Yeah, who, we, we who did he say? Yeah. 
I know. Uh, all right. So we come back. Uh, we're going to look at Jalen Hurts here, guys. And we're going to dig into his numbers last year and look at what they need to be this year for him to be successful, for the team to be successful. A lot on the line for him, potentially with a contract looming after this season. A lot to get into with uh, with the with the quarterback of the Eagles. Jalen Hurts will do that. When we get back, Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, let's talk about pro-action restoration. Because pro-action restoration can be there to bail you out. You know, whether it's a fire, whether it is water damage, whether it's smoke or mold, whatever the case may be, they can handle it. And if you're not really sure, just try and call them anyway. They will they will consult you and let you know, uh, you know what you need and whether they can do it or not. They're on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist you. I've gone through it on a personal level, and I called them on a Saturday. They were right over. They got it done. It was clean. It was professional, and it was reasonably priced. Every box was checked. They're licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. They will also work in conjunction with your insurance company. Again, water, fire, smoke, mold remediation, you name it. They can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears.
All right, observation during the break. So I, I uh, cut up an apple. I was eating apple slices during the break. I finished them. So as you as you can see, uh, my for my you put peanut butter on them. No, I just ate them straight, just straight okay. plain. No, he's not um, a peanut butter. He's not that guy, man. I don't like to mix. We don't. He mix. does not deviate from. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm not a mixer, man. You and mixer. I, you and I will never sit down at a dinner table together. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I love I, you like a brother, but we can't sit down because you know what. You would bore me to the point. I wouldn't even enjoy my meal. <laughs> just put me at the kids' table, and then you guys can eat with the adults. Why yeah, you, do just, that? you just you just eat like you'll eat all your bean, um, your green beans, and then you'll eat all your mashed potatoes. Then you eat Separate. all your chicken. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Let's finish oh, one man. and then move on to the Are next you serious? one. Serious? <laughs> well, that's a nice little mix of stuff, man. You ever taste mashed potatoes and turkey together? Yeah, man. man. For gravy and and, and, and <laughs> yeah. Mm. Look at no, my, the, the, only reason, yeah, the only reason I brought it up. Man, apple slices are really chewy if you still have the skin on there. Like, I was trying to oh, yeah. quickly finish the last one off before we came back from the break, and I'm like, Jesus, man, I'm, try blah, 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 I'm trying to chew. I'm like, a, I'm like going crazy out there, man, out down here. But anyway, so I'm good. I got it all out. Bro, I, uh, I, 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 like, I have some nachos that I um had. So it's uh, I had like the salsa and hamburger meat all mixed together. Oh, I love that. So I put it in the, I put it in the microwave, but I know now that you gotta be back for the breaks. So I'll heat it up for uh for like a minute. Right. And then I run, you know, run back downstairs. I'll leave it in the microwave and I'll get to the next break. So then I'll heat it up for, <laughs> yes. for another yes. minute. So it'll be all the way hot. And I then I can put on stuff. my nacho. <laughs> so it's then I wait and I put it down. And I went to the next break. Then I'll yeah. slam it. Yeah, and you try like explain this to anybody in the house, and they're looking at you like, "What are you doing?" Like, right, right. Don't ask. Hey, you, don't, you, don't you, ask. You, you heat it up too much, you pick up the chip. All of a sudden, it just falls like this. Yeah, it's, it's just all mushy. There's an art. Like, There's like a science. To oh this, man, man. telling you, it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. So you know, all right. Like, so what, I know you go, the things you do. Things you right do. Got to do what you got to do. It's a short. It's a longer break. The first segment, but the long, long break is the second segment. That's where you have to take care of everything. So it's usually about a four-minute break then because that's your read. And, and then, I, I buy you guys a little bit of time, right? Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, that's yeah. why no, I you need that. to read slower. You got to start <laughs> reading slower. I hear you. Next next read, I'll go nice and slow. There you go. you go. Hey, and, uh, big ups to my fellas. Stateside Vodka. Yes. Ocean Casino Resort. Love them. Love them. Amen. Amen. We appreciate all our sponsors, man. That's yep. for sure. Um, all right. So, guys, last year. Jalen Hurts. Let me give you the numbers and the ranks just to kind of put it in perspective. Okay. What he did. Remember he played 15 games. He missed a couple games with the ankle injury. Minshew yes. came in. Uh, so 15 games, uh, 3,144 yards, which ranked 21st. So 3,144 yards, 21st, 16 touchdowns, passing touchdowns, 23rd in the NFL, nine interceptions, <clears throat> excuse me, 61.3 completion percentage, which was 23rd. 87.2 passer rating, 22nd. So in most of the key categories here, we're looking at 21, 22, 23, okay? Now, on the positive side of this thing, of the ledger, 784 yards, the most of the league. He had more than Lamar Jackson had, okay? Number 10 one. rushing touchdowns for, for a quarterback, most one. in the league. Average 5.6 yards per carry in addition to that. So – I'm not giving you this is all negative. I'm not saying that. But I'm, I'm, let me ask you, and let's start with this from a passing standpoint, guys. What do those numbers need to look like for you at the end of this season if he's to be successful, if the team's to be to take it to the next level as well? What do, what, what do we need to be looking at? Yards, TDs, uh, completion percentage, passer rating. 
I'll, I'll say 4,000 yards passing, okay. 32, 32 touchdowns, and around anywhere between nine and 11 INTs I can live with. You know, I think his numbers were skewed last year because he was such a run and dominant team last year that his overall passing numbers um, obviously couldn't have been that impressive. That's fair. Attempts, um, that kind of yep, thing. Yeah. All yep. that thing, everything across the board. But now that we have this improvement in the receiving core, um, I, I'm assuming they're going to go back to what Jeffrey Lurie wants, which is more of a pass-oriented offense, have the pass set up the run. So with that said, that means that quarterback's going to have to be that much more accurate in the passing game. So that's why I said for me, it's got to be 4,000 yards, 32, 33 touchdown passes, and between 9 and 11 interceptions. And then I think we can talk about Jalen Hurts being – the quarterback beyond 2022. All right, Barry, where, where do you fall numbers-wise? Absolutely. I think 4,000, 39 to 4,000 is, is like the, the target point for him. He can have some success. Uh, the team can have some success there. Um, if he wants that big contract, you know, he wants that Murray money, he's going to have to at least, at the very least, have uh, 33, 34 touchdowns, at least, at the very least. That's throwing and running combined. Um I really think, you know, that – that well, I'm, I'm not even going to say third now. 4,000 yards will, will put him up there as being one of the top quarterbacks in the league. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Along with the even, – even still the 700 yards rushing. He's going to have to do that because those are the things that highlight him as a player. Those are the things that he has almost enunciate, to, you know, so, so he can be that target, you know, that, that defenses have to make sure that they stop. you got to stop the run, and you got to allocate resources to the run which is going to open up the pass and vice versa. So he can't just be this guy that's going to sit back in the pocket and just throw the ball. You know, although everybody wants him to be that, that's just not um, what you need to win. You just need to win. You just need to win. Now, you know, you, it's two ways you got to look at it, guys. How are you guys looking at it? Are you looking at it as, all right, is he the guy, the franchise quarterback to the future? Or is he the guy that, you know, think that he's going to be a $40 million quarterback? You know, because to me, there's there are two different things. There are two different things, you know, because he hasn't opened has to open the market for himself. We know that the Eagles love bringing guys to the table so they can get them under fair market value. Yeah. But he has to play well enough that they feel as though, OK, not just well enough, but beyond just playing well enough to get that big money. And that's what he's working for right now. You know, it's not just being the the, the franchise quarterback, but it's also being the guy that you know, they can look into really paying him accordingly to what he's brought to the tape. Well, you bring up something that's really interesting, Barry. You're right. The Eagles almost always like to get ahead of this because they can get guys cheaper, frankly. Yep. And it's just smart business. You don't want to, yep. you know what, lame duck situations that never, just look at the Phillies with Joe Girardi. And just to give you an example. Absolutely. Crosswalk. Absolutely. It never absolutely. works out well, right? With a quarterback or a coach, you don't want that. Um, but that said, I don't like like if we're midway through the year, and let's say Jalen's playing really well, I still don't know, even if that's the case, that they would extend him yes. that soon. I really don't. I think this would be the exception. I really do. Um, so here's where I'm at with that. I like your numbers. You're your sort of like 4,000 where you guys are at for that. Mm-hmm. I'd like that. I, I don't know if touchdowns have to be quite that high, Gunner. Like if he's at 28, I you know, depending on how much they're throwing, I could certainly live with that. I don't care if the interceptions go up three or four. Well, that's just be... being the quarterback for the Eagles, though, Rob. If you would talk about paying, he's got to be around 32. 33. Great point. 
That's you're right about that. I'm, I guess I'm kind of looking at it two different ways, but you're mm-hmm. right about that. Uh, the interceptions are going to go up a little bit, and that's not necessarily the worst thing because he is going to have a lot more attempts, I think, than he had last year. So they, they're. I'd rather him take some more chances, quite frankly. I'm okay if there's a couple more interceptions. Right, 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 right. Uh, um, his mm-hmm. completion percentage, that's got to get up. I mean, if we're giving him the, hey, he didn't have a ton of attempts, which is right, you got to you, you still have to have your completions where they need to be, okay? And 61.3, that's got to go up, okay? I would say, yep. what's yep. what's fair there, 66, somewhere no, around there? I mean, no, I mean, we're talking about 67. The, the if you want to be if you want to be an upper echelon quarterback you got to be right around 72 73 all you right know? completion percentage yes yes i was i would say 67 is is considered upper echelon in today's game you look at you look at aaron rodgers aaron rodgers consistently completes 66 67% of his passes i think the, drew Brees – Drew Brees and maybe Peyton Manning were exceptions to the rule in terms of completing 70, 71, 72% completion. I'll, I think I'll give, you want to give you some examples. 68, so, 69, 67. Burrow was 70. Okay, that's a really high number. Uh, Kyler Murray was 69. Aaron Rodgers was just about 69. Dak yeah. was just about 69. Yeah. I, we're talking about upper echelon guys. Derek yeah, 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 yeah. All right, you're, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're yeah. right. But I, I, right. I'm not expecting – like, if he's a notch below those guys, uh, you know, okay. I, you know, 67 I is still good. That's a good number. That's yeah, 67 really is outstanding uh, when I look yeah, at it. You know. Passer rating. Um, this has also got to go up. 87.2 is 22nd. That's not cutting it. Um, you know, and I'm not looking for an Aaron Rodgers, like, which was almost 112. Right. I'm not looking for that. But it's he's got to get that up as well. Um but Mid yeah, nineties is good. Yeah, you bring up something really interesting though. Like, how much of this is, hey, he did what he had to do for the team, and they won a they won eleven games and won a playoff game, and he certainly looked improved. Versus improved enough where they say, we're paying you like Kyler Murray just got paid. Right. That's, that's, that's a big jump. Yeah, that's a huge jump. To me, you have to look at it that way because. You don't want him to go into this lame duck year, even though people are saying, all right, we're comfortable with going into it, you know, to give him another year to figure out if he's the guy. Mm. Yeah. I, I yeah. yeah. Mm. It's a tricky, it's a tricky situation as organization is in right now. Yes, yes. It is yeah, tricky. It's tricky to ask, but the, yeah. While right. while they're while they're focused on this season, just like every organization, they're also they're already looking ahead to next year. Yes. See, it's it's not it's not you know, we're in the now moment. Yes, you are. But they're already you have to. To be a good organization, you already got to start planning for next year. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the numbers. Who are we going to keep? Salary cap problems. How are we going to get them down under the cap? Do we want to keep them? Seriously want to keep them? Have we seen what we've seen? Uh, have we seen enough in certain players that we know, even though they may be a starter for this year, we could get younger or better at that position next year? You know, they're already looking at all this Well, stuff, okay, man. further complicating this. You get two first rounders and and what looks right now to be in a really strong quarterback class. You know what I mean? Timing in life is everything. If this was if you took this class that was coming out and pushed them to next year, that bodes much better for Jalen Hurts being yeah. locked up by the yeah. Eagles when yeah. it's just Kenny Pickett and a bunch of you know guys <laughs> Right, right, right. As opposed right, to right. CJ Stroud and you know, we could run through all the guys, but you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. gonna be a different story, man. Now, 
is there any guarantee the Eagles could get up and get those, you know, the heavy hitters, the big boys? I can't guarantee it, but there's going to be more options this year. The only the only guarantee of that happening is if they fall f- flat on their faces, correct? Bad or 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 he so pulls they would have to move anywhere. Yeah, Derek. I mean, we you know, know how he's been, yeah, you know, like he did with Carson to get up to yeah. get Carson. You know, yeah. um, but but for but for the most part, you know, you said that if, if this draft class of quarterbacks was next year, that bodes well for Jalen. But I would also add that let's say they're on the teeter totter with Jalen. They they could let him play out his fourth year next year, they, because if you're going to pay him, you're going to have to pay him regardless. Whatever the number yes. calls for after that year, if they're still in that teeter totter, you don't have to pay him next year. You That's can still make him play point. out that last year. Yeah, that you almost that buy yourself contract. another year with absolutely ability, and, and yeah, you're absolutely. Have to pay him anyway. Yes, I hear you, you. But the downside to that is he starts off slowly, or the team does. Then what? Like uh, all that's, the cries that's on them. That's that's yeah. on him and them. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, well, it, you spin that roulette him. wheel. Yeah, he can't you spin that roulette it. wheel, man. Yep. You know, he can't afford to not have a great year. Right. And what I mean by great year, a high winning percentage year. He's got to have a great year in order to even have that flexibility of going into that fourth year and maybe playing for it but because they have the quarterback capital to do it. Right, now, right. he's one of their picks, you know, being honest, should be from 20 above, you know, 20, 22, all the way up to around 26, you know, because we're thinking the Eagles are going to be pretty good. So they're going to have a low round, low first round uh, right. pick. And New Orleans might be pretty good. So they're going to be right around the 20. Yeah, neither so one. How much draft capital you think you're going to get? Yeah. Or, you know, or to jump up to get whoever it is going to be in that first round. You're right, Barrett. I mean, right now, I don't think either sets up to be a great pick. Yeah, you know, exactly. but but you have two, and you can couple that with something else. You know, there's yes, you can do a yes. lot to get up for sure. Yes, yes. But um, you're right. You know, you could also bolster your club another year. If and if he's great, you can bolster your club up just one more year going in. And and if he hurts, ends up being the guy, you you've piled on enough that you can go in and still pay him towards the end of the year after you bolstered up the squad. Or, you know, I mean, this is just such a tough situation for this Eagles team to be in because to pay or not to be paid, that's the question. You know what I'm saying? Very prophetic. Uh, do you uh, – let me ask you. or not to be paid. Yes. yes. Uh, I like it. Shakespeare, Barrett. Nice yeah. word. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to word this. Like, I personally don't mind it, okay? As I said earlier with, with – A lot of people don't mind it. No, but where, where I'm going. They don't mind having a lamed up quarterback with his Jalen Hurts, but they would mind that it was Carson Wentz. I don't, yeah, I don't like they it. Mind, they, don't mind what, what, what they don't mind with Jalen Hurts. I don't like it for anybody. Let me just say that, what Jalen or anybody. Right. Xander, can you give me the, the T-shirt from Nick again? All right, here's where I'm going with this, guys. I, I don't have an issue with, with Nick where I think it's, I actually think it's fun. I think it's, there's no issue whatsoever. But it almost feels like to me between Nick uh, AJ and I know AJ's got his back because they're buddies and all, and all that. And that's the shirt, by the way, for people just uh, just joining us. Uh, this was the shirt that Nick Sirianni wore today for Eagles practice. That's Jalen Hurts, if you can't tell, because Nick's got his sunglasses on there. That's Jalen with his shades on too. Anyway, where I'm going with this is, do you guys do you almost feel like they're sort of bending over backwards, everybody, and and it's almost like they're going too hard the other way now. Like that they don't, that they're not even sure. They're not real secure that Jalen's the guy, but they feel like they got to go so far the other way with this. Or am I just reading too much into things? 
No, he he's their quarterback. You have to rally around the cause. Yeah. You know, everybody has to be on board until further notice. You have to be on board. If it, if it succeeds, fine. If not, then they're going to go in another direction. But you're doing exactly what you you're keeping unity, uh, cohes- cohesiveness within the locker room structure. Um, you have to believe in the guys that you have in camp. There's no question about it. He is what they have right now today. Okay. And until further notice, he is what he, what they're going to have tomorrow, the next day, kickoff of the regular season. So they're going to support and pump and boost him as much as they can, and rightfully so. Right. That's all you can do right now. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, you're absolutely right. So I, I truly believe that as a whole, all Eagles fans – We'll be fine with letting him go into another year, regardless of how he plays. If he, he can he can ball out, have the best season ever. You know what I'm saying? Throw for 4,100 yards, 32 touchdowns. Um, you know, completion um, 67%. Have a 100 QB rating, and I think this fan base will still be fine with him going. All right, prove it another year, which I don't think that's fair because if he does that, that means he's one of the upper echelon quarterbacks, and he needs to be paid. Um, would Howie and them see it the same way? Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I think it's uh, I think it's interesting, man. And I, I agree with Joey B. I think you guys should wear Rob E. T-shirts. <laughs> you know, just in support of me. <laughs> solo uh, cup. Forget about the solo cup. Just pictures of me, man. I mean, how many really trees does it get? Did it get? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the interesting thing too about Hertz is the rushing numbers could go down, and you know what? That would be a good thing. That's fine. That means. That means a he's going through his progressions more. He's staying in the pocket more, and you know the, the passing game is more successful. And I think they will go to like he's at seven eighty four last year with one hundred thirty nine rushing attempts. That could dip pretty significantly. I, I, I don't want my quarterback being my leading rusher. No, you know, we've seen it happen before with the likes of Lamar Jackson and things like that. The more you expose him out in the open field, the more shots he's going to take. Yep. And, you know, defensive players hate quarterbacks as it is because the rules have been changed to protect the quarterback in this game. So if, once he crosses that line of scrimmage, it's open game. And anything and everything could possibly happen. Now, that's the last thing I want to see year in and year out is my QB is my leading rusher. Well, that's that's not necessarily <clears throat> um, Jalen Hurts' fault if he is. That's yeah, that's true. That's, that's actually uh, Sanders' fault. Sanders hadn't stepped that's up true. to the plate. Yep, Sanders true. has a lot to prove in this. He's got to stay on the field, Barrett. Got to, got to, because yeah. it's going to dictate what this team, the success this team has. Right, uh, they right. signed a new. Uh, they signed a new running back. I don't know who the guy is. To be honest, they actually ended up not even signing the Dallas they guy. No, yeah. they, they decided not to sign him. Hardy, yeah, Jake okay. Hardy. Yeah, he's he's so. But yeah, it, it looked like it was going to happen, <clears> so it, it didn't end up happening anyway. So yeah, that's interesting. It's um. Look, I, I think it's fascinating to dive into that. So we come back, we'll continue with the Eagles discussion and when things that went down at camp today. But we're going to get into NFL storylines, guys. What do I mean by that? Uh, can the Rams repeat? How good are the Saints going to be without Sean Payton and, and you know, a year or two removed from Drew Brees? Were the Bengals really that good? Uh, what are the Bucks going to look like under Todd Bowles? Uh, you know, McDaniel in, in Miami, what's that going to look like? We'll do that. Then we'll get into some QB storylines around the league as well. As we continue our football extravaganza today, uh oh, oh Barrett, this is his new favorite treat. Did you 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 were you missed? Hot chips are back, baby. 
Hockey. Red Hot Chips are back. No, yes. you don't understand. I, I I went through this, the, the, you know, three years we were working on. Um, That's right. Uh, you know, on Quick Slants. And he never shared any, by the way, with no, you. Yes, like, I did. Yeah, like, don't lie, don't lie, Brooks. Don't I lie. Wouldn't buy, I wouldn't buy you the big size so we could share. That's why I say he didn't share. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't buy the big size. But he would ask me, hey, um, you you, you going by? Because he know when I come in, he'd already be there for two hours. He texted you so, to stop somewhere on the way. Like, hey, you stopping anywhere and making you something to drink? I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm stopping to get some drink. All right, then. Well, if you pass by some some red hots, get the red hots, pick them up for me. Get the red hot. I love it. I love it. All right, Derek, get your fix during the break. We'll, we'll, we'll keep stu- rolling. I'm about to stuff my face here in a minute. I know. I listen. I hear it. Barrett, get, go ahead. Get moving, man. Get to the microwave Do it right now. All right. So we'll come back. Uh, NFL storylines, quarterback storylines continue with the Eagle discussion. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports, YouTube. Network. All right. Protecting data in is a security imperative for businesses of all sizes. So let me tell you about my good friends at Razor Technology. Choose a partner like Razor Technology with expertise in the latest threats and proactive tools to lock down every endpoint with a zero trust approach that makes certain only authorized users gain access to your systems. Razor delivers enterprise wide insight into every com- uh, component of a security plan across identity devices, information, apps, and infrastructure with threat-prioritized recommendations. We design, deploy, manage, and monitor security solutions that enable modern business to safely communicate, collaborate, and thrive in the modern marketplace, whether they're working in person or remotely or internal infrastructure in the cloud and every possible hybrid arrangement we got you covered. Choose Razor Technology to protect your digital assets establish an organization-wide security posture, enforce safe practices for identity and access management, and secure hybrid and remote workforces. Call Razor Technology today at 866-797-3282. That's 866-797-3282. Or visit us online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Welcome back, everybody. Midway point of three hours of power that we call Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, D-Gun, B-Brooks, R. Ellis, with you, with you each and every Monday through Friday at the same time, 12 p. Eastern to 3 p. Did we all get our grub on? Are we good now? Did we did we do our thing? Did, did we take care of you? Okay, Bar- that means Bar- that's a yes. That's a yes, I think. I, I, I had a hot chip go down the wrong pipe, man. Oh, I had to God. get up to get some waters real, real quick. Man. Oh, boy. Hey, it's oh, awfully it, quiet. It's awfully quiet around the Gunner House, man. Uh, needs to say your, your your deck is ready for us to have our, our uh, barbecue on. Yeah, the only thing is they got to wait three more weeks before they come back and put two coats of stain on the, the the colors that we the two colors that we want. But the deck is done. Then my wife complained about the step leading from the kitchen area down to the garage was too steep. It was two steps, <laughs> so I had them redo an entire step to make it shorter for her. So she. Dude, these poor guys, man. They're they're back at that house dude, every day. Something, You're man. redoing something, right? Yeah, they were just back. They replaced two strips of uh, of the aluminum siding on the house. Um, they no, they vinyl siding on the on the side of the house. Yeah, so they're out there making noise. I'm like, what in the world is that? And so, so my wife tells me that uh, they couldn't find because it's, it's like a tannish color the outside, and they couldn't find the exact color because it, it's been on there for so long. And so they put two strips in that was brand new, similar. So I go outside and told my wife, I said, you know what? You can't even tell it's not the same color. Hmm. You, you can't. Because initially what they wanted to do, they wanted to buy a whole box because you can't buy them in individual strips anymore. You got to buy a whole box. How much is the box? Only $250 for the box. No, no, no. Don't put those strips on there. Uh-uh. I've spent enough money. I'm done with that. So. Man. Unbelievable! All right. It's, it's always something. Now, how many now. how many grills do we have out there right now? Uh, have you have you no replaced? Pictures? There are no grills on the deck. I'm not putting any grills on the deck because I'm going to have to take them off in three weeks anyway. So what I want to do because my wife says, "Well, you need to clean out the garage bay." I said, "Why?" She goes, "I need to park in the garage." I said, "Why mm-hmm. can't you just park outside for three weeks? I'll park on the street. I have no problem." You know, we have three cars in the garage, you know, and my son and I, we park on the street. I said, why can't I can't just park? Well, I need to park in the garage. So now I'm slowly but surely bringing stuff out of her parking spot. So I'm going to st- I'm gonna put all five thank grills. But, but thank you what? What do you mean For thank doing you? doing what Trish asked you to do. I'm, I'm just saying thank you. That's all. <laughs> there, there's no nothing rude about I was just saying thank you for helping us <laughs> this out. That's all I'm saying. That's all I said was thank you. Look, why are you taking this? I'm, I'm trying to be funny, or I'm, I'm, I'm cracking a joke, or 
I'm saying it derogatory. No, I'm just saying thank you for helping. See out. that, Look, Derek? I got enough. Yeah. I got enough on my plate, Mr. Brooks. I, got <laughs> enough. Right. I don't need to be worried. Look, I have stuff stacked in the garage for a reason because there's nowhere else to go. And my yard. I, I can't look at my yard. Half of my yard right now. The grass is not coming back until next year. I, I've yeah, already that, come to that. Well, to everybody, dude, everybody's struggling with yeah. this heat that we've had. The no, no, no. You, you don't understand, Rob. Even in a, in a heat drop, my yard looks good. Okay. okay? I take okay. my I take pride in my grass. I got you. And, and the guy who cuts my grass, he cuts it, cuts it like a baseball outfield. You know, it goes one way and it comes back. Yeah, so it has cross like, yes. pad. I love the cross <clears> pad. My field, my front yard, my backyard looks sweet until I like it. Until this project for my wife, you'll get it back, man. Well, I'm, I'm you'll recover. Well, like I said, thank you. I just is the next break. Can I task you to go get some pictures of the deck, please? No, for what? <laughs> How you gonna see the deck? Just no. What? Okay, you know what? For you, because you've been gone for six months, I'm gonna go get pictures. There you <laughs> go. There you go. Oh, uh, all right. Let's do some. Uh, let's do some storylines here, guys, for around the NFL. And uh, let's start with the with the, you know, the one that that. We haven't seen happen in now, oh, man, since 2005, we haven't seen this. A team repeat, and it was the Wingle Patriots. Can the Rams repeat, guys? Uh, you know, why has it been so difficult? We saw it, we used to see it back in the day, Steelers. I'm going way back now, but, you know, we've seen it back in the day. What makes it so hard, number one, Barrett, you've been a part of a championship team. What makes it so hard, and do the Rams have what it takes to, to possibly do it? It's 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 tough from because you're the bullseye. You're you're everybody's Super Bowl when you win the Super Bowl. So you're gonna get everybody's A game. You're gonna get everybody's best. So it's, it's tough to repeat. Um, it hasn't been done that long since because the parity in the NFL is is just not much difference between one team to another because free agency and the way the draft is and the salary caps. Salary cap keeps you kind of bind. I don't know what the heck the Rams are doing, but they are they're under the salary cap. They're hey, still I don't able it. to do everything within the salary cap. Yeah, that um, Les Snead is, is a magician. I, like, I, I don't understand it, frankly. Do they have enough? <clears throat> they absolutely do. Can they, you know, can they go out there and, and, and beat teams since they have the bullseye on me and they went out and bought a Super Bowl team? Well, they did it last year. Nobody could stop them. We'll see about this year. Yeah, and they look. They did they lose some things. Yeah, they lost Von Miller, but they also added a lot of pieces yeah, they did. too, man. Yes, they did. They and still got Leonard Floyd. He can still rush the they, they 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 went out and got Bobby Wagner. They went out and got Allen Robinson. Right. They went out and strengthened that thing, man. You know, I, and I agree though. It is so hard to repeat in the National Football League, but this team put themselves in a very good position to make it a two peat. Um, you know, usually when teams win a Super Bowl, they lose a lot of players because yes. players parlay that into big money somewhere else, you know, but this team kept a lot of his players and added some serious talent um, to, to the equation on both sides of the football. So, I, you know, I expect them to be right there. I expect them to win the, the NFC West and I expect them to be there right back there again. If they stay healthy, I expect them to be right back there again come playoff time. Yeah, I, look, I'm. I think they're going to be really good. I think that, um, you know, considering they they just traded for Stafford last year, for them to win it w- was was pretty impressive. He's got you know more continuity with these guys now too. Right, right. McVay stays ahead of every trend offensively. Uh, he's he's lost a lot of assistance, by the way. Now we'll see how that shakes out. 
a lot of his offensive guys have moved on, and that sometimes hurts a head coach. So that's a little under the radar thing to look at here. I don't um, see how they get it. You know, I mean, they lost one of the best left tackles in the league. Whitworth know. retired. Whitworth yep. retired. retired. Yep. That's that's a lot, man. That's a lot. You know, as a team, they didn't have a first round pick last year. Yeah, they don't care draft. about first they, round. They, they took the pay, they took the Patriots model. Pitch draft picks don't matter to them. Getting proven players matters to them. Yeah, that's what the Patriots free. did for fifteen years. So last year, this this last uh, this last offseason, they got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, <clears throat> eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fourteen guys on their roster that were uh, free agents. You know, college football free agents. They got undrafted for a reason. Hmm. They're all in the back of their, um, you know, as far as, you know, numbers in the, in, in the back of the lineup. But still, can you thrive off that? Can you can you go forward with that? I don't know, man. Yeah, that's tough. a great question. That's a great question. All right, so the, let, let's move here. Um, we touched on it. You know, yes, I, I did. I'm sorry, I was just – Yes, my yes you did what? Oh, uh, Are you talking to my, yourself? No, one of the streamers, you know, one of the fraternity brothers, actually, I went to the clay. I said, yes, I did. Oh, I did. Okay. It, was, it was a great time. My fault. My fault. <laughs> Try to slide what, in there before we went to the what did, Yeah, tell us what you did, man. Why not? I, I went to the, our national conclave. We'll make a five fraternity incorporated, have their national conclave in um, North Carolina. So it's the okay. first time I, I went in a long time. So I, I enjoyed myself. It was it was the fun being around all my fraternal brothers. Um, a couple of my chapter brothers that I hadn't seen in like 30 years. Uh, it was just a great, great event uh, being out there. I mean, we took over the city of uh, Charlotte. It was nothing but purple and gold everywhere in the great city. city. Great Big city. Turnout. Big yeah, turnout. Yeah. Did you take the wife with you? No. Nah, you don't take no? the wives of that. No, you don't take the wives of that. Really? No. Uh-uh. Why not? Because you're around not? all your fraternity brothers. You don't want you are trying brothers. to stir trouble up. Yeah, you don't want to do you that. so obvious. Oh like, my I'm God. just at, no. You're, I'm you're, being, you're being Woody Woodpecker again. No, because yes, my, my wife asked me. She said, did Barrett take Sanji with us? Oh, I said, geez. I don't know. Here we go. Barrett, Barrett won't return my texts. I haven't talked to Barrett in weeks. I don't Are know. you kidding me? You didn't re- you didn't text me. In fact, I, I thought, like, oh, saying. that's pretty cool that D-Gun respect me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> enough not to text me. And I'm like, oh, you're saying so? I'm annoying you when I text you. So just leave you alone when you're in yes, your own time. I did not say that. I said you didn't. You just respected <laughs> that. You know, I was having a good time with my frat brothers. That was it. And no, was, but just to Trish. And it felt like me, I can get in trouble because there was no women out there. It was just all my fraternity brothers. That's I know, it. but I'm just saying. Trish asked me, "Did Barry take on? I said, "I don't know." It's a good question. I don't know. No. That's all I did wasn't insinuating anything. You are bad. You are no. Bad. I, I'm yeah, asking you are. a legitimate you question. Are. You are he bad. Is horrible. He's That's a legitimate question. Okay. I asked you. All right. Derek. Welcome you back, Barrett. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you know what, Barrett? Uh, Barrett, when you're done with this show, text my wife and ask her, did she not ask me that question? I, I'm not, I, believe, I, I know you won't lie uh, on Trish. I know that. No. No. Okay. All right. Um, we're, we're just glad you're back, and we're glad you had fun. That's all that Thank matters. You. All right. So the Bengals. Uh, was this a lightning in a bottle or – is this a team every year to be reckoned with now in, in the AFC? It's not, it's not lightning in a bottle. I think they're built very, very sound, especially with the quarterback position, who threw 70%. Yeah, ridiculous. His, his year was yeah. insane last year. Can he, can he maintain that? I don't know. He has a pretty good chance of with the receivers they have. Tyler Borough, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. That's one of the best trios you can get. 
Uh, Kwame Lasseter, the second. I remember I played against Kwame. He went to the University of Kansas. His son playing. He passed away recently. But his son is uh he's on his son is on that squad, has a good chance, you know, of, of making a squad. They they have it, man. They went out, shored up their offensive line. Uh, Lyle Collins is there. They went and got um Alex uh Kappa from um from uh the um Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they shored up that right side. They're good. That defense is great. Sam Hubbard and and Troy Hendrickson, great pass rushers. They have everything they need to be contenders in the in the AFC. But and that butt, they're just stacked in the AFC. They're yeah, just I great. Mean, at, they're good at yeah. the wrong time. Think but, about but, what but, you're what you're dealing with there in that conference. <laughs> right. Let, let's yeah, start but, with the AFC West. But, just but every the, team. One, the one thing they did well, they they improved that offensive line. They got stronger yeah. in the offensive line, yep. and that was their. They went all the way to the Super Bowl with that deficiency, and they shored that up, and they've brought back basically the core players for that. So you're right, but that AFC is stacked. It's not going to be easy to get there. That's going to be a survival of that whole conference. Man, when you talk about Baltimore, Cincinnati, the four teams in the West, Indianapolis, Tennessee, that's going to be a survival in the Bills. And don't count out, don't count out New England and Miami and Miami. That's going to be a survival of the fittest. Who's going to be the healthiest team standing at the end? Yeah, I mean, we don't even talk like we don't talk about Tennessee that won 12 games last year. We're talking about New England that won 10 with a rookie uh, quarterback. We don't talk about the Colts who, you know, now got have Matt Ryan in play. Like, because there's just so many other teams to identify and, and look at, man. It's you're right. That's an insane conference, man. It well, really so is. So that's why I'm saying, are they good enough? Yes. Any other day they would be great. In fact, they'd be able um they'd be able to compete every single year, but it's just so much that they have to overcome get overcome yeah. in that in that in that conference man yeah. it's 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 legit all it's right legit. Let, let's go to the uh let's ju- i'm kind of jumping back and forth to conferences here but another sort of under the radar storyline todd bowles is now the head coach uh as bruce arian steps away now we know brady's back and we know that they have a lot of talent still they're an older team but with a, with a lot of talent they add julio jones uh what's tampa you know how do, how do we view them in the a in the nfc picture here with everybody else another team that's I mean, they just retooled. I mean, they lost Kappa, like I said, to to, to Cincinnati. So they lost. Uh, they lost the two guards. They lost Indomitian Sue. They lost Indomitian Sue, but I mean, that wasn't really a loss because you brought in Akeem Hicks. That's now, true. Akeem Hicks That's is true. There. I mean, they're still solid. They they did lose um, uh, JPP. Yep. So you I mean they changed the defense though? They're going to a three down. They're going to a thirty front, kind of like with um with um the Steelers. <clears throat> but you do that because you have so many great linebackers. You got Jack Barrett on one side, you know. Um you know they have guys can come in and play that that position that are that are pretty good. Levante um, David, Devin White. <sighs> so they're stacked, man. They're stacked. They'll be able to rush the passer and you don't know where they're coming from. Any offensive fall off Barrett with Arians being gone now? Uh I know I know uh Byron Leftwich is still there. So that you know, adds continuity, but mm-hmm. do you do you worry about Arians not being there at all? I don't because Arians yeah. really didn't deal in the offense or the defense. Uh, he was just a manager, great coach, in and and really empowering his uh, empowering his assistant coaches. He empowered his defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator to be the best they could be. They basically ran things on their own, and he just managed over the top of them. They'll still be able to go out there and run. They have a great uh, Brady and and um and and Leverage have a great chemistry together. So that mm-hmm. offense is not going to stop. 
Um, I don't know if um, Chris Godwin is going to be healthy going into the season, if he's going to be on the PUP list or if he's going in and hitting the ground running mm-hmm. at training camp. I, I haven't seen any reports of that just yet. But they're going to be good on offense. They, like you said, they went out and got Kyle Rudolph. Him and Cameron Brayton. That's a pretty good one-two combination at tight end position. It's Julio not Julio Jones. Yep. Yeah, it's not a grunt, but you know, you add you know Kyle Rudolph and Cameron Brake together, you got a you got a grunk. <laughs> yeah, and there's still people that believe break glass and you can get grunk, you know, later in the year. Who, who knows? Right, 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 uh, right, right. All right, Bills, do they get over the hump in that in that juggernaut Ooh. AFC? Is this finally their <clears throat> year? They've wow. had a lot of close calls. We know they're good. We know they're really talented on both sides of the ball. Uh, but they did lose Dable as, as the offensive coordinator. Can they finally get over the hump in that brutal AFC? I like Ken Dorsey. I Ken like Dorsey's the new yeah. offensive coordinator for yeah, former like uh, University of Miami quarterback. He, he had a cup of coffee in the NFL. Yep. 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 <laughs> Just a cup of coffee. Yeah. Five like years that he played. Yeah. <clears throat> I like him. Um, they have a really good offensive line. Um, all those guys played with each other, been there for a long time. They got a running game, you know. Devin Single Singletary's their, you know, they're running back. They love how he plays in between the tackles. They went out and got um Cook's younger brother from Florida State. Yeah. You know, they drafted him. So he's supposed to be that multi-purpose back. Uh the defense, they've been good, man. They went out and got Von Miller to rush the passer. So they'll be good, man. They got um they got a pretty good defensive line. I like Ed Albert, even though he's undersized. He's one of those guys that plays explosive. I love him. I loved him in college. At, yeah, at Houston, he was he's that awesome. dude. Yeah. So, I mean, they have a good defense. They got great corners, mm. great corners, you know. So, Davies White is one of the better corners in the league. Yep. And now uh, they got my boy from – um. Uh, they drafted a kid from Florida. Um, Elam? Yes, yes. Yep. Kair Elam. Mm-hmm. I thought he was one of the best corners in the, in, um, in, 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 um, in the draft last year. Really good corner. So, they they – Stops themselves all ready to be good. You know, of course, you got Micah Hyde and, and Poyer. Yeah, they have, Poyer, that, Poyer, that's, that, that is arguably the best safety tandem in the league. Yes, yes. And, and Jordan, Poyer, Jordan Poyer was a cast off here. They gave up on him real Big quick. Mistake. Yeah. Big mistake. Big mistake. Slipped through their hands, you know, had yeah. him right there, play it, and then yeah. let him go. So they they are stacked everywhere you want. You know, wide receiver Stephon Diggs, uh, Gabe Davis. I mean, did you see what that kid was doing in the uh, playoff game? Oh my god! I, I oh, went yeah. back. I was oh, yeah. so last week. I watched that game again, the Chiefs Bills game again. First of all, the plays that Josh Allen makes on that last drive. Yeah. There's a couple of fourth downs where, I mean, he literally has a guy in his face, sidesteps him, throws another guy off of him. He's running, you know, uh, he's throwing against his body, backstepping, and puts it right on the. It was insane. Go back and watch that last drive. The last couple drives that he made in that game, guys, it's it's unreal. It wasn't safe, man. He, yeah. he almost willed that game by himself. Yeah, yeah. But the one the one ball. thing about a Sean McDermott defense, it will be a stingy defense. Yeah, you know, Sean McDermott's defense is ready to play every game. They will be a stingy defense, just like they were last year. No, no question. All right, let me I, as I'm going to do. I'll keep jumping back and forth, conference wise. So, uh, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> you know, I know Jerry sat there yesterday and said I had options. He's here because I want him here. He made he made, made it very clear I, I had options, but uh, <laughs> he's here because I want him here, et cetera. Yeah, whatever. I don't buy it for <laughs> a second. He's no. gone if they don't go deep here. It's going to be Sean Payton's city in there. At Jerry, J- yeah. 
What? If he if he if he loses three games in the first five, he's out of there. Sean Payton's sitting there waiting. I wouldn't doubt he it. Got his coffee ready. Jerry Jones basically said yesterday too. Look, I'll be eighty years old this October, yep. which means the clock is ticking. It's been twenty six years since they hoisted that trophy. Jerry Jones is impatient right now. He he knows he knows he he's got a few more years before he turns turns the reins over to his son Stephen. Um, he you know he knows how Dallas has been the butt of jokes for years. You know that 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 star of the helmet has been tarnished for for more than a decade now. He gets it. Um, and it, it, the word is out. Jerry wants to win now. Bears right. If Mike McCarthy screws this up in the first part of the season, he won't last half a season for the Cowboys this year. <laughs> no. Well, let, let me give you the early schedule, guys. Not easy. I, I and granted, these first two are at home, okay. But Tampa, uh, Cincinnati, boom, boom. Oh my goodness. Okay. Then you go to the to the Giants Monday night, but it, it, it's in New York. Um, Washington home. Then they get the Rams. Week five at My LA goodness. at Philly. So two and Week four, two and five. Okay, two and five. Okay, that's a tough start, man. And you know, then it, it lightens up a little bit. They get Detroit and Chicago at home. They get a bye week. But then after that, they're at Green Bay at Minnesota. <clears throat> they so, possibly they could possibly realistically um they could possibly be two and four. Two and seven. Not an easy early schedule. I mean, they're two they five, benefit from two being four, home. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's a two challenge, and four man. going into our game. Going to be interesting. Yeah, I almost don't want it to be that desperate of a game for them when the Eagles face them, <laughs> if, <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, all right, let, let, this one is is interesting because Derek, Derek and I, Barrett, we had Baldy on yesterday, right? And we hit him with a million different things. But Miami came up, and I asked about Mike McDaniel, who's the new coach uh, in Miami, and Love you know him. what that's going to look like. And, and Baldy loves it. Baldy thinks this guy is an absolute savant, uh, you know, creative, the whole nine. I look at Miami as a team that might take a – I don't love Tua, but Baldy thinks that's a team that's ascending. Where, where are you at with, with McDaniel and, and the Dolphins? I love him. <clears throat> I love um, the head coach. I don't necessarily love Tua. I think that Hurts is better than Tua. Very – I mean, much better than Tua. Um, I, 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 they have everything for a coach like Mike McDaniel to, to take advantage of their skill set. You know what I'm saying? They have everything for him. He likes guys that can run. They, all these guys can run, run them gadget plays that he did in San Fran. And, and that's what's going to make him and put him over the top. It's going to make him a better coach because he's coaching guy. He's the one that got Debo Samuels, all those reps of, of, of being that multi-purpose type of player, not just a wide receiver, right. but a running back, slot, H-back. He can do all that stuff. And he's the one that, you know, orchestrated that offense. Um, you look at – um what he did with, you know, the tight end, uh, George Kittle, mm -hmm. made him a better player, you know, got him out there in space, having one-on-one -on -one blocking with um, bigger guys than getting out there. And now those guys have to, you know, mm -hmm. have to cover him out in space. He kills guys. I mean, it, he's got a really, really good tight end in Gusecki. He could do the same thing with him. He has everything he needs, a Tyreek Hill to run those gadget plays. Can you imagine getting a ball to Tyreek Hill that fast Oof. and having him run those same plays? Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be something to watch, man. I mean, we're talking about speed. That's he's a hundred times faster than Debo Samuels. And if he can orchestrate an offense to put and use his skill set like that, it could be some bad, bad defenses, you know. He's he's he seems like an um interesting guy. He seems kind of nerdy. Like yeah. he almost he almost strikes you like as a beautiful mind guy where he's just like he's not hearing any outside noise, man. 
He's just – have you guys – just watch some of his press conferences. He's different. I, I You know, just <laughs> you say, say like uh, a beautiful mind, huh? They, like there's <laughs> – I feel like there's a lot going on there, man. I, I, I mean, I think he's a, incredibly bright, but I just, it just feels like he's sort of like not, he's, he knows he's, and that's good probably for the Dolphins that he's just singularly focused. Look, you go um, into his office, you see all these plays drawn up on all the walls. It's you ever see Hangover when they're, when, uh, right. You know, Galifianakis is, they're going to the, the uh, casino. It kind of feels like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's going on there. Uh, all right. Lastly, let's go with the Saints here. Uh, Dennis Allen takes over the defensive quarter. They, they, to their credit, they held on to a lot of that staff. They, 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 there's not a big turnover there, I, and which I think is smart. Uh, but they give Allen. Uh, he had a shot years ago with the Raiders, which was it wasn't really it wasn't really fair. They bounced him real quick. Al Davis did, but Jameis as the quarterback uh, with a lot of talent around him. The the suspension potentially of Kamara hanging over their head. So, you know, where do we stand here? With I thought it was already done that he's going to he's going to um, have a six game. Suspension. Do they already know what it is? OK, I, I thought yeah. it was still up in the air. You might be right. You I, might I, be right. I it was. I'll check. I'll check it while you while you go ahead. But, yeah, um, I mean, I, 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 I like what they've done. And do I think that, uh, you know, offensive coordinator uh, was named Peter, Peter Carmichael? Yes. Um, can he, you know, unleash the potential of a Jameis Winston? We'll see. I thought Jameis Winston got better as a quarterback these last two years. He became a better quarterback. He didn't make a lot of the stupid decisions he had. And as far as weapons, he got some of the best weapons in the in the league. You know, Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry, just to name a you know a few. Chris Olave in the first round, he's going to be potentially a good player. Uh, Traquan Smith is a really good wide receiver mm-hmm. who hasn't hasn't married up into his potential yet either. He's and always then, uh, overshadowed by somebody else. He always. is. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Um, off, off of the line, yeah, they let a um, they let a, a Hall of Famer go. You know, what I'm saying they they did let a Hall of Famer go. You know, and but they did get Trevor Penning one of the best tackles in this draft, one of the nastiest tackles in this draft in the first down. They have a pretty good offensive line. You know, Ryan Ramchick's one of the best tackles. So they got two bookends, one just being a rookie. Um, Cesar Ruiz, guard from 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 down Camden. He plays That's center right. in Camden. Right. He was a Michigan guy, right? Yeah, went to Michigan, yes. Yep. Yeah. Camden kid, mm-hmm. really solid. That run game, man. Even though Kamara's not going to be there, okay. Kamara's now, there's not no timeline, there. Barrett, yet. It's, it's, it's nothing okay. official. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. We'll I think he's there. looking at something though with the, with that video. That video is damning. But anyway. yeah, it is. So he'll yeah. get something. But yep. All right. That just means uh, Mark Ingram is going to be toting the rock. Okay. I mean, is that is that bad? Does you know? it not feel like he's been around since his dad played? Like if he he Ever. feels like he's been around a long time. Forever. Man. So I think they'll be okay. But that defense is solid, man. Yeah. Davenport and Jordan mm-hmm. coming off the edges. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, that's secondary. Tyron Matthews is joining um Marshawn Lattimore. That's right. That's right. Come on, man. Oh yeah. Lattimore is to me as good as anybody in the game, man. I yeah, he is. yeah, he is. He is. You know, so they, they got everything tied up, man. They they got they'll they'll be okay. They're, like I said, they're gonna be they'll compete with, teams. with 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 Tampa in that in that division. Yeah, sure. so that means they're gonna be right around that number twenty to twenty five pick in the draft. You know, so they're gonna screw us and be so good that it's gonna be we're gonna be picking so far back that it won't really make sense, you know, to even have it, you know, so they probably trade it away for another pick later on or something. Right. right. Interesting. So. Interesting. All right. So let's, uh, let's come back and let's dig into the quarterback storylines around the league. For example, what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson's contract coming off the Kyler Murray thing. Barrett, we haven't gotten your take on the Kyler Murray independent study clause of the contract. 
I love it, man. I love oh. it. I, I cannot believe that. And, I, and I'd be feel I would feel so disrespected. Well, that's yeah. Let's let's get into that. Uh, what happens in Carolina with Mayfield? What happens with Wentz in Washington? Uh, Russell Wilson in Denver. Brady at forty five years old. We'll dive into all those things when we come back. We'll continue with the Eagles talk as well. We'll continue to give you updates and what happened today at the first practice of training camp. We are Sports Take. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the ahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Everybody, hour number three of Sports Big on this Wednesday. Hope you're doing well out there. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, talking a lot of Eagles today. So they actually reported yesterday they had their physicals and all those kind of things to training camp. But today was the first day that they practiced. Now, you, practice was not what you think old school. They're in pads or tackling to the ground. None of that kind of stuff. They were in helmets. They were in shorts uh, and out there. And they worked offensively. A lot of red zone guys. Um, it was a lot of red zone stuff. 
And, you know, you, you, you don't get too crazy with this, but according to the stats, and I, uh, I'll give our uh, Elliot Shore Parks his props. Uh, he keeps track of every throw that Jalen Hurts makes. But he went 12 of 15, four touchdowns, one interception. And again, a lot of this is red zone. He connected twice with A.J. Brown on the day for a touch for one touchdown. Quez twice for two touchdowns. Uh, Devontae, they were 0 for 2 trying to hook up. One of those was a drop. <laughs> Rager, 4 for 5, two touchdowns, all against second team. The starters were Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. No surprise there. Um, so again, I'm just trying to give you a little bit of perspective. Uh, there was no Kelsey, there was no, um, Fletcher Cox or Anthony Harris, Harris. They're progressing from COVID, which means they're, they were okay enough to be, at least Kelsey was okay enough to be out there, but not okay enough to be, I guess they want to just make sure his physical conditioning is good to go. So that's the way it looked today. They practiced for 58 minutes. Then they went in and I'm, I'm sure Barrett did, did some film stuff, looked at some of the tape of what they were working on, maybe looked at some other stuff as well. But that's the way the first day went. Nick Sirianni had a a Jalen Hurts shirt on um, to start things. A.J. Brown had his guys back, had had A.J.'s back. A.J. spoke as well. So it, initially it was Nick Sirianni and Howie up at the podium. Nothing real revelatory coming out of that. Just, you know, hey, look, we, you know, we believe in this team, et cetera, et cetera, all that good stuff. So that's the way today went. Um, the way it breaks down tomorrow will be, I guess what they're calling like a walkthrough kind of day. Um, a walkthrough on the second day of camp. I, I listen, I hear you. <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger. Okay. Um, they're back at it on Friday, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, like Sunday's an off day, I guess. I'm back at it Monday. <laughs> this is what it that's is. Un- man. That's unreal. That's this is what it, it is. Unreal. It is. I see. That's why I can't wait for Friday and Saturday. I'm gonna go to camp, and I'm gonna watch camp on Friday and Saturday. And uh, I, I just want to see, you know, I mean, how do you get your body in shape for this? How do you get your body in shape to go? And I got, I, you know, and I think that's the biggest difference between when I played and them playing now. I think they come in a lot better shape. They come right. in because they train differently than when you know back when I was playing. Even they train differently from when they trained year, years before yeah. I got there. I mean, guys would use training camp back 10 years before I got in the league in 95 as a way to get into shape. That's how they got into shape. So that's why camp was long. Camp was like eight weeks instead of when I got to camp, it was six, six and a half weeks. Now it's only three and a half weeks. How are they getting their bodies ready to play? It's a totally different situation when you're pushing somebody 400 pounds. You can't simulate that anywhere in any type of uh, workouts, um, you know, except for to do it hitting somebody, you know, taking on the, you know, the, the, the blocking and your, your, your body getting twisted and mangled in certain situations. You know, how did your, your, your body has to get used to playing and being in those type of positions. So I don't know how to do that. That's the thing, Barrett, like you can be in, in great uh, cardio and, and, and uh, like, I don't doubt these guys are working their tails off in the off season, but the physical part of it, you know, just, yeah. just the, the battles, like you're talking about, the one-on-one stuff. or Taking the hits. Yeah, like there's going to be, for some of these starters who aren't going to play in preseason games, and I know the open practices will, will there'll be something there for sure. That's a lot week one when you haven't been accustomed to it in six months or whatever since they hit anybody. It's nothing like, you know, you're, you're grabbing a guy's pass, you're grabbing him, and he's moving around and your body's moving around like that. You can't, I mean, that's, that's you're trying to bench. You're benching, you're just going like this. 
But when you're grabbing somebody and you're trying to bench him off, you know, he's moving and you're moving, you know, everything is moving. It takes a while for your joints and, and elbows and all this stuff to start getting used to being in those type of situations. When to tense up, when not to tense all that stuff comes from you doing it and applying it out there on the on the field. Exactly. You know, coming off the ball, hitting somebody in the mouth, drive blocking them as he's trying to get away from you. You starting your feet, getting your feet going faster. Because usually when you hit the dummies or you hit the uh, sleds and stuff, you hit them. Once you make contact, you drive through. It's different when you're hitting somebody and you got to finish them and they're going somewhere else. You try to finish. You got to speed your feet up. You got to slow your feet. I mean, all those things come with learning how to play the game in those positions. Yeah. Well, I, I will say this. Um, you know, you look at this roster at least, and that's all we can go off of right now. This team is pretty good and pretty deep. I mean, you know, I know the big question is Jalen Hurts, but they have a good running attack with with arguably the best offensive line in football, two quality starting receivers, and some pretty good depth with Quez Watkins and, and Pascal behind them. And, a, you know, a top five or seven tight end. Um, and then you go to the defensive side of the ball, linebacking about as deep as we've ever – maybe we've seen it in a long time. It's been that it, it's been that long since we've seen the linebacking Absolutely, group. absolutely. You know – Slay, who's who's right there, top five corner or top seven corner. Now he's got a partner with him in, in, in Bradbury. A defensive line that gets Brandon Graham back, that adds Hassan Reddick, that that adds Jordan Davis, that isn't counting on as heavily on as Josh Sweat and Derek Barnett and some of the others. You know, again, quarterback play notwithstanding, this team is really, really deep and, and looks to be really talented. I think they're very much so talented enough to to compete with anybody in 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 the in the nation. Any any football team, we're talented. We're right there up there with everybody else. But how soon will it come together? That's the question. Yes, yes. You know, um we 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 see so many teams that have the talent on paper that don't live up to expectation. And I know people eject about this team right now and rightfully so because of all the additions, but have to wait and see because we're not going to see a lot of this in preseason. Yeah, we'll get we'll get an outline, but that's about it, you know. And you hope everybody comes through unscathed in preseason and training camps, you know, no no serious injuries in a training camp and so on and so forth. But how soon will it all come together with Jonathan Gannon getting used to his new pieces, with Nick Sirianni trying to get AJ Brown in the offensive flow? and becoming an unpredictable offense, a diversified offense. How long will that all take? You know, that's why I tell people, you know. So I was, yeah, it's a lot of will this, will Yes, this. yeah. You know, be be excited, be optimistic, but pump the brakes a little bit just until we see it unfold. Yeah, look, I mean, that's ultimately what it's going to come down to. But, you know, most teams are dealing with this not playing a whole lot in the preseason, so we will see. All right, let's go to the quarterback storylines, guys. Um Barrett, let's get your take on this, the, the Kyler Murray thing. Uh, they, they put a clause in his contract that he has to have f- four hours per week of film work, uh, independent study, whatever the heck you want to call it, where it, where they're logging it on his on his uh, tablet as well. That's how if people keep saying, well, how are they going to know what he's doing? He's got to do it on there. Um, you know, to me, this is problematic on two fronts. One if you're the organization and you don't trust them that much, why you give them 230 million? Number one. And number two, it makes me wonder what the heck's going on with Kyler Murray. Is this guy just a freak athlete who doesn't put the work in? Oh, that does exactly what he's saying. Too much damn call of duty. 
and that's the problem. <laughs> Call that's of all Duty. Does, that's all it does is play Call of Duty. I mean, they they were able to look up the amount of the, the amount of hours he spends on Call of Duty, and it was like astronomical. It's like you know he that's all he does is play Call of Duty. Boy, they actually looked it up on his you know on 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 you know he was doing it on the team's tablet. Yeah, and so they you're could, you're a professional athlete. And you're spending more time playing games than you are studying the game. You're highly paid to play. Absolutely. So that's really? why they have. That's why they put it in there. And which is funny because they have the same agent. The head coach and and the and the quarterback are the same agent. So you don't think that you know them two are in cahoots or something? And the team knew it, so it wasn't like they could say, "Well, no, that's not what he." No, they knew what he did. And, and and the head coach was like, yeah, well, you know, they kind of got us. So we we got to make sure that this is in there, because um, I mean, it it were times where you know when when we um when we get our film, like we used to use those beta the VGR tapes, and we used to take them home, and they would see, you know, sometimes they would try to check, all right, let me see who's who's uh who's watching film, and I remember one time I'm watching film, and Russ Grimm, um. <laughs> he puts in he puts inside the film a picture of him giving me a double bird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just to see if I watched it, you know. So I'm going through and I look and I see him giving me the double bird. So I'll go back in to work the next day. I just throw the tape down at his feet. And then he already knew, oh, hey, poor child watch film, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, Barry, you know the old one they used to do too. They would tape like a hundred dollar bill at, at, at like page sixty of the playbook to see if people these guys were reading it actually like going through their 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 playbook. Right, 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 right. You know, it's just to test them or whatever, or or do that kind of stuff. Like they I don't know. They did it to Vic though. They said they did it to Vic. They, they did it to Vic. Yeah, Vic. Vic was not. Bill, Vic will yeah. tell you he was not a guy who lived in his playbook, especially his early years. Well, like they, you know, they give us the film to watch, and you know, some guys will hand up tape back and it hadn't even been played. It hadn't even been run. Sometimes they give guys blank tapes, but you know, he knew I would watch film. And you knew he was, I was going to see it. But, you know, I mean, that's what Russ Graham, one original Hawk did when I was in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just, I come in the room, you know what I'm saying? I come in the meeting room. I just throw the tape down. And I'm like, come on, man. And I went and sat down at my desk and said, oh, poor child watch film. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, it, it, whatever it takes to get a guy to watch film, they're going to do it. But, but back to the point, this this worries me about him. It would worry me big time if well, I was. It worries them. And I don't care. I mean, don't look at any film when it comes to us. I mean, that's, that's, that's neither here nor there with me. I, I, I don't understand why you give them that kind of money if that is either. your concern. That, well, that makes no sense. Well, you know exactly why they did. What else is out there? True. You know what I'm saying? What else is out? That's like being in a relationship with 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 a um with a woman you don't love anymore just because there's nothing else out there to, to have. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. I just uh, did that. I, I don't know, did that man. So you, uh, so you irritate, so I can irritate you. You go back to guess what Barrett said, Trip. Not me. No. Well, I, I don't. I'm not a huge. I'm not a big fan of his anyway. I, I this this just I don't know. It, it, it would I, it would concern me on a lot of fronts at that. I got like I told you, Rob, before. I enjoy watching him run around and avoid tackles more than I do watching him throwing the football. Yeah. Because every every time he escapes, I'm sitting there going, "Wow!" But mm-hmm. again. If I'm that franchise, I don't want my quarterback lead, being my leading rusher, yeah. especially him because he's what is he five ten? He's a, a smaller guy. guy, so you know he's not going to absorb as much punishment as a bigger guy who can do the same thing. Maybe not with his swiftness, but right. do some of the same things. But yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just for the life of me, can't figure out 
because now other GMs are sitting there gritting their teeth after what Arizona just did. Now they got to look at their young quarterbacks and come up with numbers similar. And so the negotiation ploy now is in favor of the quarterback more so than the organization. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is pretty fascinating here. All right. Let, let's move on to Wentz in Washington. Um, if you look at his numbers, guys, last year, right? And I, and I, I we'll get to how it ended, okay? But if you look at his numbers with the Colts last year, and we, we did the comp a little bit earlier. We talked a little bit earlier about uh, Jalen Hurts. But Carson Wentz last year, guys, 3,500 yards passing, 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, 94.6 passer rating, a 62.4 completion percentage. That part isn't great. But the rest of it is pretty good. Um, but it ended – in you know like you know a spectacular spin out flaming crash does he learn from it does he get it is he a better is he more willing listener uh he's got some players around him in washington well how does he bounce back ron Ron rivera said today to the media he said when i saw carson i reiterated the same thing today that i told him in march you are wanted here so that's comforting to know to the quarterback yourself that, okay, he doesn't have to keep looking over his shoulder wondering what everybody's thinking of him. You know, this team hasn't had the same starting quarterback since Kirk Cousins left in 2000 after the 2017 season. So first and foremost, they're looking at for stability at the position. He may be the guy to provide that if he just goes out and plays his game and puts all that other stuff aside. You know, there's a big bullseye on his back down there. You know, people are hungry for for a winner down there. They're hungry for a quarterback they can call their own down there. You know, uh, think about since Joe Theismann, Mark Rippon, who have been their quarterbacks coming through Washington. You know, yeah, it's, been, it's been a cavalcade. It's, it's been a cavalcade. I mean, Cousins, they went through that charade of him being franchise tagged. Absolutely, every year. yeah, all that, yeah. So, so they're looking for they're looking for stability. Well, now they've built up the wide receiving core. They have some good running backs there. They have a decent offensive line, even though Brandon Scherf left. They have a decent offensive line. They got a great front four. They have a team that can compete. All that they were missing was stability at quarterback. You look at Tyner Heineke, he was like a one-hit wonder. He was a great story for a few weeks, and then he fizzled out. You know, Now they look at Carson as a guy who can take that team to the next level. Whatever that next level is, having a winning record more so than a losing record, you know, bumping off a few teams that are supposed to be ahead of them, competing for the division title, whatever the case may be, they think now they're in a good position. Plus, Ron Rivera's on a hot seat down there. You know, so there's there's a lot of motivation with that Washington team. Um, I'll say this. Carson had the best situation ever as a quarterback when leaving the Eagles. Yep. Going to a coach. Yep. That's you know, been the most influential and impactful guy in his career. Being on a team that could run the ball consistently, a great offensive line, a great defense, and all he had to do was play quarterback. And he didn't do it. So what makes me think differently when the track record is? I've had one great year in my entire career. Yeah, I was an elite quarterback that year. But since then, I have done nothing but getting my own way. Mm-hmm. What makes me think he's going to stop getting out of his, get him out, uh, into his own way? He's going to do exactly what he's been doing. Yeah, I, I he don't think he learns. I don't think he learns from this stuff. No, that went down. 
No, I, I, no. you would hope you would hope he takes a look in the mirror. And I think he's a stubborn guy. That it's on him now, and this this could be his last shot as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. And instead of becoming a journeyman backup in the National Football League, I mean, this is a guy who's still in the prime of his career. This I don't, is I don't think he cares about that D gun. I mean, maybe he does, but I'm saying if I was him in that situation, that's how I would approach it. You know, I don't I'm think not saying he's going to be journeyman either, though. Well, I tell you what, though, I tell you what, Ron Rivera's not going to put up with uh, what what Frank Reich will. He'll go back to Tyler Heineke in a minute if he has yeah. to. No, he will. I, I I I hear you. I think there's less rope for sure. Uh, they did give a lot up well, to get him, but I think there's less rope for sure. Well, guys, I mean, I said this is the. I don't think the guy loves football anymore. So because of that, why would he think, why would you guys think that he would be uh, in pursuit of being the best quarterback he can be? Fair question. Fair question. I I think this may be the end of his journey. If he can't, if he can't be that quarterback, he was in 2017. And I think this is the year where he's going to try to prove it to himself that he is that guy. If he proves that he's not that guy, then I see him riding off into the sunset, going back right. to North Dakota, hunting and fishing and everything else. Because why? He's made enough money. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah. it's, you know the, the you know it's, it's expensive out there in North Dakota. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he's he's cool, I man. He he would be he would you mean, be cost of living's not the same as L.A. out there. Right, 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 right. New York. Yeah. Um, all right, let's jump around a little bit. Baker Mayfield in Carolina. Now, there's still some people who actually really believe this that there may be a quarterback competition with him and Mayfield, uh, or him and uh, Darnold. Sam Darnold, yeah. I don't. Yeah, think I think that's so. laughable. But uh, well, right now Sam Darnold is the starting quarterback as of today. Today, okay, yeah, that's until he learns the playbook. Until exactly, learns the playbook. Or Matt, yeah. Matt Carroll gets both of them out. You think so? Matt Corral gets both of them. Corral knocks them both out and becomes yeah. the starter. Yeah, yeah, and they, they're all gone. Done. Wow, get out of here. Interesting. Uh, I, I think I think Mayfield becomes that guy. I think they're going to teach Corral for a year, and Mayfield becomes that guy. Now, is he Mayfield from two years ago that like Cleveland the playoffs? That's a big question. I think he still wow. has that skill set. I, if I look at that, when I look at that roster, he's the best quarterback they have on that roster. Oh, I, I agreed. I agree. And look, if McCaffrey stays healthy, he's got DJ Moore, who is yep. really good, who doesn't get talked about nearly enough with nope. the great receivers. He's got uh, Robbie Anderson. He's got a deep threat. You know, there's some ability there uh, and some talent there. If, if yes, they, they, they definitely healthy. have it. Yep. They got Roberts out there, Higgins out there. Yeah. They have enough. They have enough to be a very solid type of offense that you have the game plan for. Uh, defensively, I, I I just think they're okay. They're not. They don't have the same defenses they had before. You know what I'm saying? This isn't one that you really go out there and, free, you know, just like oh, I just fear them. I mean, uh, Mo, was it Matos Gross or whatever his name for Penn State? Yeah. Yes. Yep. He started defensive end this year, and Burns is starting defensive end. I don't know. They did get an upgraded. Um, D tackle. They got Mike Ionitis, K State guy. I mean, um, Penn, Temple guy. Yeah, yep. Temple. Guy. I think he's very, very solid up front. Maybe he's good in Washington. Yep. They got Jeremy Chen, one of the better corner. I mean, the better safeties in the league. They got enough to be a solid defense. You know, Xavier Woods, um, cornerback from. I mean, uh, he played cornerback at uh, Minnesota, didn't he? Did he? Uh, did he? I, I thought I he wanna, I want to say he did. Yeah, I think okay. he's a corner. I mean, he not a, he might not be a corner anymore. I think I saw him as a safety, but 
I mean, he's he's definitely a guy that can come in and um, play either corner or safety. Okay. But it, you know, they they have enough to be good. They have enough to be a threat. But do they have enough to get um, to to get Matt Rule off the hot seat? I don't think I, so. they need to be in the playoffs for. Him. I, I think I think Baker Mayfield is another one of the quarterbacks who's playing for his legacy right now. You know, he got jettisoned out of Cleveland where he got he got sucker punched in Cleveland when they went out and got Deshaun Watson. And he didn't take it too well, and he immediately said he wanted out of there. Didn't care where he went. He just wanted out of there to start fresh. This is a fresh start for him uh, with, a, with a head coach that's extremely motivated because he knows he's on the hot seat as well. Um, the only thing I don't like about Baker Mayfield, sometimes he gambles too much. You know, he puts the he ball in the places. Ball he will turn the ball over. Yes. He puts the ball in places that a veteran quarterback should not put the ball. You Some of the mistakes he makes, you expect from a first or second year starting quarterback in the NFL. Not a guy with his track record. Um, if he can rein in some of those mistakes, he should find a decent measure of success down in Carolina. Will that translate into a, a winning, winning success for that team? Eh, that remains to be seen. But like Barrett said, you know, their defense is not – the defense used to be the strength of that team. It wasn't that yeah, long for ago. Years. For years, the defense was a strong point of that team. Now it's not. The, the onus now is on the offense. And Baker Mayfield, once he learns that playbook. All right, let's go Trey Lance, who is now the guy in San Francisco. <clears throat> They're trying to trade Jimmy G. Jimmy G's been cleared. He's he's doing a throwing program, but he isn't required to be at, their, at camp. Okay, so that's the way they're working it in San Francisco. Uh, Trey Lance has started 19 games since high school, Barrett. Uh, last year, he played in six games, threw for 600 yards, basically five touchdowns, two picks. You know, hard to gauge. It's not a whole lot of sample size here. But this is a guy who only played one year, one college game his last year in college, has not played a whole lot of football, period. They're turning, you know, giving him the keys to the car here. Uh, Trey Lance, ready or not? Is he ready or is he not? I'm going to tell you the truth, just from speaking to guys in the know. Um, he's not ready. They're not, you know, they're not in a position not to not have him ready. He's got to be ready because that's the that's the way, which way they're going forward. Um, I don't I don't I don't know if he, you know, the signal call, who's going to be the signal call right now? It's, it's by committee. Uh, there's Chris Foster and uh, Bobby Slowick. You know, they just had, you know, McDaniels down there before. He was called. Yeah, he's gone. Miami. Can they come up with some new innovative ways to, to make sure they can highlight what Trey Lance does best? Trey Lance is a drop-back quarterback. Well, they want to be a drop-back quarterback, but he's very mobile. He's a big kid. He's like 6'5", you know, 230, 240. You know, he's a big, big kid. I want me see exactly what he is. Um, six foot four, 230 pounds. Yeah, he's he is a large human being. Yep. So if you, can, if you can get him to – really exercises strengths and throwing a ball. I, you know, I think the kid could be all right. It's going to take a learning curve for him. Becoming a starter is not something you just do overnight. He's going to have to work for it, but can he have success? I don't think he has success this year. Yeah, I, I think I think Derek, they're in a weird place because this is a team that's about winning now. Yep. This, this team, isn't this, this isn't learn on the job yeah, kind of yeah, stuff, and you're yeah. gonna be learning on the job kind of stuff. I, I would like to be behind closed doors and know exactly what that veteran group is thinking because they have a team that is rugged on both sides of the football. They take pride in playing physical football on both sides of the ball, and they had a quarterback who was a decent manager of games and kept them in a lot of games and won some games for them. Now you've you're, you've turned over the reins to a quarterback who 
who's inexperienced. He threw 71 passes last year total, okay, in his rookie year. And now he's got to learn on the fly at the highest level possible. Number one, how to see it and be it on a regular basis at this level. Number two, how to keep your team that's already play a playoff a playoff ready team in contention and stay and be able to swing away with the likes of the Rams in Arizona in their division out west. Um we we know every team is always looking for that next great quarterback, but usually when they do so is because they're rebuilding as a team, like a Jacksonville, a team like that, or Cincinnati, or a Chargers team, you know, they went out and got Herbert. This team has everything they need to be successful except the quarterback now. And so the quarterback, that's a pressure-packed situation to be in to begin with, now even more so because of where this organization is right now and where they think they should be when it's said and done. Yep. Okay. All right. Lastly, Brady, 45. Looked like he was going to hang it up. That lasted not all that long. He's back. Will we ever start to see some tread on the tire here? Will it ever slow down despite the fact that he's got some good players around him and he's got, you know, a good a defensive coordinator he works or offensive coordinator he works well with and left which do, do we see him finally start to look like a 45-year-old or at least look half human? Yes. Okay. This this will be the year. This will be the year when the GOAT will be still a top 10 quarterback, but he won't be the number 1 quarterback playing this year. Uh, I, I think statistically he's going to be leading away again, just like he was last year. All right. So do, real quick, Barrett. So just Derek's point, his numbers last year, 5,316 yards, number 43 one. touchdowns, 12 number interceptions, one. Mm-hmm. 102.1 passer rating and a 68 completion percentage mm-hmm. for a 44 year old. Pretty sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that I just built on any information that I know or anything. No, it's just your gut. That's fine. Okay. That's, my that's, gut that's, is telling okay. me, yeah. My gut is telling me father time. Has, has always been somebody that's undefeated. And I don't think, you know, that there's anybody that can get past that. What's him about being in, he's talking about being in a league for, for the past 20 years. Yeah, he has, he threw all that stuff. He has a great offensive line, but he lost both his guards. He got a center back. He got his two tackles back, but he lost both guards. Um, I don't know if, 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 if Chris Godwin, he'll be back soon enough to start the season out. Um, Julio Jones, one of the best why should ever play the game? You really think he's going to have enough to go out there? Didn't and, do much and, last year. Right. I mean, he lost, you know, he lost his guy, Gronk. You know, although he got, you know, Kyle Rudolph, but he's long in the tooth also. And then he got still got his man Cameron Brake. Leonard Fournette comes in 260 pounds mm-hmm. at running back. And, you know, signs aren't going Yeah, yeah the, right did direction. you see yesterday? They're like he's down to two forty five. Yeah, like and they were like celebrating him. I'm like, are you are you kidding me, man? <laughs> what are you doing? Anyway, that's ridiculous, man. That's ridiculous, man. So, God, no, you're he, still believing, though. You're still I believing. still I still believe. I think he is that one freak of nature that we will be talking about twenty years from now. Now, I don't think any other quarterback will ever do what he has done in a career in terms of playing that long, and not only just playing that long, but playing at a high level. You know, whatever system was devised in New England for him, he carried that down to Tampa Bay with him. They offered, they altered that scheme to his to, to his skill set down in Tampa and won a Super Bowl in his first year down there, and could have got back to a Super Bowl last year had the Rams not gotten him in the end. But I just think he's that one rare freak of nature. He takes care of himself. 
uh, the way he gets rid of the ball, he doesn't he doesn't take many shots at all. Mm-hmm. You know, physically his body is fine. Mentally, he's where he needs to be. Over he's the- loaded with weapons. The dude's loaded with weapons. Now you can I say mean, what I, you I, say what you want to say, but huh? I stop eating strawberries too. Doesn't mean I can I can be five the time, man. No, I understand that, but I'm saying how many other how many other players have ever played the game at a high level at 44 years old? That's unheard of in the National Football League. How many no. players other than other than uh, the former kicker uh, for the Raiders who was kicking at 45, 46 years old? Blanda, uh, George, George Blanda. How many players you know playing until they're 40? Well, I, yeah, I mean it's look what he's Let alone doing. 45. We've, never se- we've never seen this. We'll never, we'll probably never see it. Like this is once in a lifetime kind of stuff that we're seeing here. Exactly. Maybe, maybe once ever. Yeah, I mean seriously, we're gonna be telling our grandkids this dude at 45 was you know leading. It's never gonna happen again. It's never gonna happen again. So uh, it absolutely look, won't happen. That's you. You, you led the league. You led the league in passing and touchdowns at the age of 44 in the age of young gunslingers, okay? You led the league by a wide margin in both categories. Yeah. I mean, look, it's worked out both ways, though, for him in in this sense. Look, he is a freak, and he he goes about his business. He's always in shape. He won't eat, you know, an ice cream cone. I, I Like, I get all that. But he's also lucky in that this is not a physical era. Quarterbacks yes. don't get hit the way they used to get hit. No, no. So that's helped them. And I'm not taking anything away from Tom Brady. There's nothing to take away. But I'm just saying that has that's a piece of why he's still playing is because well, things are a lot different now. Uh, he eats bread, but he spits it out. <laughs> yeah, just just to get the taste of it and get rid of it. Yeah, you can't yeah. can't swallow yeah. that. Don't ingest it. Um, all right, so we'll come back and we're going to hit a bunch of different things. We'll continue with the Eagles talk. Uh, a former Eagles house is for sale. I want to show you guys this this bad boy. All right, this is a a nice crib. Uh, Gardner Minshew is also looking to sell something. We'll show you that as well. And we'll dive into a bunch of other stuff when we get back. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Final segment of the program. We are Sports Day Jake Sports YouTube Network. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis hanging with you on this Wednesday. Hope you're doing well out there. First day of Eagles training camp where they're actually out there on the field. We've given you a couple reports. Uh, Jalen Hurts doing his thing. Looked good in the red zone for sure. A couple guys sat out, including Jason Kelsey and Fletcher Cox and Anthony Harris. Uh the, the, the players are using guys these sort of uh, the, this padding on the helmet, which is, I guess, more protection against concussions. It's an interesting look, though, but uh, they're, they're out there working with those. So we'll, uh, we'll see how it shakes out as we go forward here. All right, let me show you the pictures. This is let me be clear. This is John Runyon's old house. He has sold it. OK, he hasn't owned it in a few years. There's a Chinese business owner who owns this house in South Jersey, uh, and it's on the market. For a cool four point eight million dollar, guys, that's what it's going for. But this is how, a pretty how much? nasty crib. Four point eight. And you bought it for eight? Uh, I don't know what he sold. I'd, I'd have to pull it up and see what he sold it for. I'm not sure exactly. How much hey, he look, sold. I was I was in that house before he did the renovations, uh, doing interviews with him, and after the renovations, you stand there going, even before the renovations, you're going, oh my goodness, wow. And Bro, now you look at the house now. That's that's uh that's some um cartel type of stuff there, bro. <laughs> uh, but but you also hey. wonder too how much the the current owner added to the house. He he could have added made some changes as well to the house. That, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So all right, let me give you let me give you a little bit of the uh the history here for, with it. So it's it's 14 first off, it's 14,000 square feet. Okay. That's all. That's a small house. Only 14,000 square feet. <laughs> Tiny. That's kind of small. Tiny. Uh, South Jersey, it's 28 minutes from the Novacare complex. It's going for 4.8. It's got five bedroom, seven bath, full baths, a chef's kitchen, a pub, uh, a game room, full bar, heated salt water, in ground pool, bonus wow. guest apartment. So Runyon built the place in 2007 and lived there until he sold the home in 2015. He sold it for 3.8. To a Chinese businessman, according to the Philadelphia Business Journal. In that, in that, uh, in the same neighborhood, Barrett lives in. Nope. Barrett, to your neighbor. <laughs> nope. <laughs> now you can't even get to his house. <laughs> you got to fast like five security um, uh, blockades before you get to his house. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, it's a sweet. Dude, that, that, house, that house is sick. All right, so that that house is sick. I got to show you 
what our guy Gardner Minshew is tooling around in these days. Okay. So he, he spent the summer in his, um, it's an RV slash van. Okay. So check this out. Yeah. This is scroll up a touch then. We'll get, we get a full look at this bad boy. There it is. Okay. What? That's his, <laughs> that's where he's been living basically this summer. Wow. Gardner Minshew. Like, like he is why? a different breed. Like why? Why? That's I don't yeah, why, know. Why, why, uh, why so here's the way. Here's the deal. So he, um, as Derek said, he's a little bit different, right? That's that's for sure. That's kind of a given. But um, so he has been this past summer uh, since February. Since February 20th, he's been down in Florida training and kind of tooling around a little bit. Uh, but he's lived in the van the, the whole time, and he's been picking up hippie tendencies according to him and living out his high school dream now uh this is a former inmate transportation bus that he bought okay and he's listing it for sale at twenty five thousand dollars okay now here's the way here here is his own write-up on it i'm selling my baby in philly this former inmate transport bus has been completely rehabilitated and would be perfect as a tailgater in, in parentheses for birds games semi or permanent residence and obviously and most tastefully as a love shack baby this grizzled vet is has 146,000 miles on it i took her to get serviced most recently the mechanic said in his professional opinion and i quote this is the most awesome thing man equipped with an energy efficient ac unit cooktop fridge listed at 25,000 but more than anything i want to see her in a nice and loving home Serious inquiries only on my DMs. So see, there you go. See, Das Deal says these boys don't know about the van life. I don't want to know about the van life. <laughs> I can do it. I don't want to. Want, I if don't this van's a rocking, don't come knocking. That's yeah, it. I man, know that. I, yeah. That's all right. You know, I'll, admi- I'll, I'll admire something like that from afar. I don't want to experience it up close and personal. I'm sorry. That's just not me. Yeah. That's he's uh, he's, he's out with, there, man. man. I, 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 he's out there. I, I could do that. I could, I could go down with that. I can be down could with you? that. Yeah, I mean, I, I would. It wouldn't be something I would live in, but I take that. I I go down the eastern seaboard. I go fishing in every nook and cranny I'd find. I, Up and I, down I'd the east that. coast. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's something I would do, bro. I would do that. Could do it. All right, I, let I, me I, ask you: Is uh, so yesterday, uh, Bruce Springsteen tickets went on sale, so he's going to be playing the Wells Fargo March sixteenth of 2023 this upcoming march at one point in the queue in other words when you know when you're waiting to see if you can be, you'll be able to get a ticket online there were 90,000 people waiting to get a ticket 90,000 <laughs> that is a lot of people trying to get tickets to which were pricey tickets to bruce springsteen and the That's just Fargo, show. yeah yeah they, they, it seats 20 plus right you had 90,000 piece uh, people in the waiting room and for an arena that seats twenty plus, man, I, I know I know he's the Philly Jersey icon. I get it, you know, and, and I know he is a he is a staple in American history music. I get it, but you know, I, first of all, I'm not going to concerts. I don't. That's too many people for me. I can't do it. I can't do it. My my crowd days are over. You're done. Do I'm done, man. Any I, kind I of gatherings? It's over for you. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, you're just not a fan of. Uh... Of Bruce Springsteen, so hey, that's what it is. I'm a fan of his history. That's all, that's that's enough, you know. But I'll listen to it on the radio or watch it on TV if I can. But that's about as close as I'm getting to it. 
I mean, I wouldn't buy tickets for it, but around here, he's an icon, man. Yes, he, he is. What he wants to do, how he wants to do it, man. He's he's he surpasses Bon Jovi, man. So. Oh yeah, I, yeah. like I, you know, it's weird with with a lot of Springsteen people. It, it's a lot of love or hate. Like it's it's sort of they're like, like they're like they're like Flyers fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we we have some friends. Uh, like you know, uh, John Clark, for example, is a diehard. Right? He's he's at every Springsteen he can get to. I, you know, I'm one. I like Bruce, but I'm not. Like I have friends who are just religious, like zealots when it comes to to Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Right, I, I don't. Right, I'm right. not there. I, I I like some of his stuff. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm I I admire the longevity. Any of these guys, like we, Mick Jagger, turned 79 yesterday. They're still touring. Like, right, that's, that's crazy. But you yeah. know what? That's His concerts are supposed to be off the chain. He's iconic as far as his concert. Oh, Howard, he goes four hours sometimes. At <laughs> 79 years old, he's still doing four-hour concerts. Well, no, Bruce is like 73, I think. Mick is 79. Okay. That's yeah. what I mean. You know, oh, yeah. you mean, okay, Bruce. Bruce I goes you meant Mick, yeah, Mick the Stones, is still out there. I think there do also. a regular. Yeah, the, the Stones, oh, I think, okay. do a regular. But Bruce is notorious. And I don't know if we'll, you know, this tour hasn't kicked off, I don't think, yet. But. He's usually a guy who who gives you your money. Yeah, he's born in forty nine, so he's seventy. He'll be seventy three uh, in September, so he's no spring chicken either, man. But he's still you know cranking it out. But yeah, ninety thousand people just waiting in the queue to try to get a ticket for full price. That's wow. ridiculous. But yeah, hey, this I mean, it just goes to show how iconic he is, man. He's yep. he's done all, you know. You want to dance in the dark with him. That's what it is. That's huh? it. Um, <laughs> to still be in demand at the age of 73, that yeah. is phenomenal. It's impressive. Um, WrestleMania 40. Do you believe they're up to 40 now? Wow. It, I is, thought it was is, more than that. No, it's 40. It's coming to Philadelphia. It's coming to the link, actually, in 2024. They're going to do WrestleMania 40 at the link. I'm not. In, I'm not. In 2024? Yes, two years from now. So, so I don't even know who the big names in wrestling are anymore. I couldn't tell you why. <laughs> I, 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 I stopped watching since the days of The Rock and and Goldberg right, and all those right, dudes. Right, man. right, yeah. I stopped watching that too. You know what I mean? I, I can't go. I, I I love to see the RKO, but I just can't find it anymore, man. Yeah, I, I, like I I'm I haven't followed it in a long, long time. But that's they must think they can get a lot, man. If they're if they're having it at the link, as opposed to you know Wells Fargo or an indoor arena. My goodness. Uh, Hey, you know, back in the heyday in the nineties, when they would have a Friday night main event, it was on NBC. Oh, that was the place to be. You know, yeah. I, I I could miss that. You know, when the Birdman was still out there, and, and all all those all those wrestlers back back then. Today, I haven't I followed can tell you, it. I, I, since it was like Hulk Hogan and uh, yeah, exactly. And Andre Sting, the Giant, and Sting, <laughs> yeah. and all those guys, and yeah, you you even were. I was even further out. I was gone. J- like, Jake the Snake, you were on the British Bulldogs. And yeah, Superfly British Bulldogs. Yeah, I love Superfly Snooker, man. He was the man. Roddy Piper. Yeah, Roddy they, Piper. That was yeah. my dude. There, yeah, man. they they were my guys, man. Sergeant Slaughter. No, I love yeah. Dallas D- Dallas Diamond Page. Yeah, all those I'll guys. Say, yeah, I told you guys. I got. Did I tell you guys a story about Diamond Dallas Page and uh, the Big Show? No. So I'm um I'm flying. I'm flying back from California and um, I get on this flight and they messed up whatever they did. And they gave me a first cast seat because the guy wasn't there. Long story long. I'm sitting in my chair. I'm sitting in the first class for like 15 minutes. All of a sudden I'm like here. And the guy next to me across the aisle, he comes in and I'm like, damn, it's a big dude. I'm a big dude at the time. They're like, damn, this dude is Yeah, if you're, if you're noticing somebody's big, they're probably. Right, right. Big. Just put things in perspective. And it's the yeah. big show. He sits down. And then 
like two minutes later, um, Diamond Dallas Page comes walking through and he stopped and he looked at uh he looked at Big Show and then he did like this. It looked Uh-oh. like he does this. Uh oh. It looks down at down at me and I look at him. So I'm looking I'm like like what? And then he went on back to um Yeah, he didn't want any parts of you. <laughs> you know, yeah. This wasn't gonna be some fake fight. It was gonna be right. a real fight. So, yeah, yeah with so, the coach. So, yeah, so 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 when he gets when he leaves and goes down, he leaves over a big fella. That's my boy Diamond Dallas Pay. I said, I know you are, you're the big show. That's Diamond Dallas right there. What's going on, man? Why are you looking at me like that? Because he was supposed to have that first class seat right there. <laughs> but once he saw you, he's like, Man, forget that seat. <laughs> oh yeah. I love it. <laughs> That's so awesome. what? What was he gonna? Was he gonna try to bump somebody out of that seat? I guess so. He's gonna tell him, "Hey, man, you gotta go." <laughs> yeah, like he would have thrown me out of that seat in two seconds. But yeah, he wasn't. Gonna, he wasn't messing with Barrett. Yeah, that's for sure. He had a business decision to make, bro. Yeah, he did, and he made the right one. Yeah. Right, 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 uh, right. All right. So, a couple others, uh, odds and ends here. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the video of this. So, Carlos Rodon, who's who's a uh, a pitcher for the Giants. So he, go, he goes in the dugout last night after the half inning's over. He's pitching. He was a starter. He's frustrated. There's a bat sort of leaning against the steps of the dugout. It, think, the picture is just kind of laying like, like this way. He kicks it in frustration, and it goes right into one of his players, Estrada's sh- uh, knee. And Estrada goes down like he was shot. And the whole dugout was like, dude, what are you doing here? So anyway, the good news is Estrada stayed in the game, and he was okay. He was sore. But – you know, the, the team's pretty pissed off at him, and rightfully so. Now, it was credit after the game he owned it, apologized, and, and all that. But about as boneheaded as you're going to get. If you guys get a chance, take a look. It's it's really dumb. Really yeah, dumb. We've seen that a lot of times. Pitchers walk about, they throw their, they throw their glove in the wall of the dugout. They they punch the the helmet rack or the yeah. bat rack, or they take a bat and, and beat, the, beat the helmet rack with it. But, you know. You, you let you you let your temper get the best of you, man. You end up doing some certain things that you shouldn't be doing, and you know, I, I've always thought it was crazy how pitchers go out of control anyway when they get to a dugout when they've had a bad outing, and and I'm surprised more teammates haven't been hurt more frequently with I some know. of those antics we've seen. Now you're right, you're right. All right, let's hit some uh, birthdays, some notable ones here, guys. A Rod, A Rod's 47. Alex Rodriguez, 47 years old. Did you see that? Uh, Best of the ben Affleck got married. Jen- Jennifer Lopez got married. Yeah. Did you see yeah. that? Ben. This was yeah, Ben Affleck and, and Jennifer. Huh? Yeah. They're, they're, where they? I think they were in like Paris or somewhere for their. Yeah, it's some uh, quiet. I don't know if that's where they got married. The honeymoon was there. I don't know what. This this is yeah. number two or is it number four? She's knows, uh, she's at like four or five. If you can't get it right, try try again. Try again, man. I guess. Let me see. Let's let's see how many times uh, J Lo's been. All right. Let's take a guess. I'm going to say four. What do you guys guess? I'll say four also. Let's see where we are with, with Jenny. Jenny from the block. All right. Uh, <laughs> one, two, three. This is four. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce the first guy. Oh, Ohani Noah, then Chris Judd, then Mark Anthony, and now Ben Affleck. So this is four. She's working, she's working her way up the ladder, bro. Yeah, two, it's two for Ben, Jennifer Garner, Gardner, and, uh, and J-Lo. So uh, there are six among them. Well, I think Ben has been very consistent, though, man. He's always been there. When somebody else leaves, he'll come right, be there. Right. Somebody leaves again, right. he comes right back. You're He's right. been very consistent yeah. with yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? He is. The consistency. Yeah, so I call J-Lo Sunshine. Uh-huh. That's a good point. Nice. <laughs> um, oh, so anyway, I bring it up because it's uh, A-Rod used to date her, obviously. He's 47. Uh, Triple H, speaking of wrestling, is 53. 
Wow. Maya Rudolph, who I think is hilarious. She's great in Bridesmaids. A hilarious movie. Uh, it's 50. <laughs> Terry says it's number five. I th- Oh, Terry would like to be number five. <laughs> okay. I feel you, Terry. <laughs> I got you, man. Nobody's, nobody debating that one. Um, I don't know if I want to be number five, but I might want to visit, you know, if, uh, you know, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, we'll keep it moving. So uh, careful what you say. Norman Lear is 100. He's still alive, man. The guy who's still alive. All of the family, Jefferson's, Sanford and Son, among others. Maud is still alive, man. 100 years old. You don't know who Norman Lear is, the creator of all those shows? No. He's a goat, man. He, he is like the goat TV creator. So, so you've watched these shows, Barrett, right? Jefferson mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yep. Think about when those shows came out in a very volatile time of the seventies. Oh and yeah. Think about and think about some of the words and some of the dialogue mm-hmm. that was used in those shows. Yeah. Norman Lear was a pioneer for pushing the envelope mm-hmm. in terms of saying things that you don't say normally in public airwaves. You know, you keep those things at home. Certain words that were used, um, yep. certain words that you shouldn't use. Topics that were never tackled before yes. that. Yep. He definitely did that. He definitely Norm, did that. Norman Lear yeah. pushed the envelope and then some back in the 70s, man. Yeah. Not with one show, but with multiple shows. No doubt. Well, just George Jefferson and um and all in the family. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, the yeah. Way, the way those, those Archie, Archie and George used to go at each other. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Did his thing. yeah. And then yeah. when uh Georgia got you know when the Jeffersons got their own show and did George against Tom Willis. Yeah. Yep, yep. Oh my goodness. And, and not to mention uh you know uh Fred Sanford. My man would say anything, uh, anything. Oh, oh he did Fred Sanford? No, uh-huh. he didn't he didn't I don't think he did that one, did he? Yeah, he had Sanford and Son too. He did? Wow. Yeah. He yeah, he icon. had. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. I was. I couldn't believe it, man. Because I looked good it times up. too. He had good times too. Wow, Norman yeah. Lear. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in a second. Uh, so the shows that he produced: uh, All in the Family, Jefferson, Sanford and Son, Good Times, Maud, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, and One Day oh, yeah. at a Time are just some of the uh, oh, same wow, shows that he had. Dang, yeah. yeah, he is iconic. That was prolific, man. He was yeah, prolific. So he's 100 years old. Uh, Max Scherzer, it's his birthday, too. We didn't have great movies, really. Did you, no. Derek? When you looked at the movies, it was kind of... No. Uh, Mission Impossible 2018. And then in 2001, they did Planet of the Apes, which was the sixth installment of the series. But the 2001 version was supposed to be exactly the remake remake of the 1968 version that had Charlton Heston in it. Oh, when um, they had the apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. that the Mark Wahlberg one? See, uh, Robert did one of those. He yeah, he, he wasn't one, one of them. Yeah, that was one that they showed how the Planet of the Apes began. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which didn't make you sense know. to me because um, there were chimpanzees, and all of a sudden they have gorillas and all those on the you know on, on the planet. You know, yeah. the, the it didn't really. They took sense. it too far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it felt like they were just kind of uh, at that point. Yeah, I still watched it. I, I still liked it. I still watched it. Still liked I always, it. I always enjoyed it, man. I, I, I liked all. Too, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I, remember... I don't take things like that too serious. Like, well, that can't be right because of oh, you know the dynamics I, I of this. I don't do all. That. I just watch the movie. Just like, just like I was watching Top Gun. I didn't care that you can't go and drink a glass of water after you go mock mock eleven mock eighteen mock yeah, twenty one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't just get up and just go get a glass of water. I mean, I. I, I I'm with you. You sometimes you suspend belief, and because yes, unless it's to, like in a documentary or autobiography, okay, I know it's not, this isn't exactly what happened, and you know, 
Like I watched the Black Phone last night. The Black Phone last night. It was a really good movie, man. I thought it was gonna be scary. It it was all right. You know, what I'm I don't I don't dig scary movies. I don't mm-hmm. watch scary movies. I'm not but a the Black huge Phone scary movie. Is I, I'm not a any type of scary movie. I don't yeah. I don't watch them. Like I don't watch it and all that type of stuff. That's just not modern. I don't I do the you. Exorcist. I just don't do yeah. it. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah mess around with that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah my, my, I got you. My grandson, he tried to get me to watch uh, this show with these dolls that um that come alive and was killing him. Like I'm like, dude, like, like Chuck. Like, yeah, said, yeah said, no, thank yeah, you. Chuck, <laughs> said, I have a hard enough time sleeping, man. I, I, don't said, need that. Yeah. I want you to watch this with me. No, boy. Why not? Because I'm grown now, boy. That's why I ain't got. I'm not watching that. I'm grown. Okay, that's as I'm grown. All You're right, we got we got to wrap. We got to wrap. It was fun having Barrett back today. We'll all be together tomorrow. Uh, Jeff McLean for the Inquirer is going to join us. We have Jeff's, Jeff's thoughts on what he saw today at practice. But want to thank our producer Xander Krause. Xander, great job. Everybody in the chat room, everybody streaming, everybody listening. We appreciate you. Don't go anywhere. National Football Show with Dan Cilio is next. Everybody have a great rest of your Wednesday, and we will talk to you same time, three hours of power tomorrow. Sports day. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.